What's up, fellow teens? You're listening to Jurgen at the only podcast about the secret life of the American teenager by Brenda Hampton. I'm your infidelity photographer, Sam Canning. <laughs> and I'm your nudist Buddhist communist, Jordan Canning. Fuck, I forgot about that shit. Jesus. Oh, God. And we have a special guest this week. It's Roy. It's Roy, a.k.a. the Betty Borgovich, formerly known as Grace Bowman, a.k.a. Past Betty, a.k.a. Funny Dog Eat a French Fry, a.k.a. Grandmas, you get two. <laughs> <laughs> See, none of our guests ever bring four nicknames. <laughs> you brought Had the to be heat, prepared. Roy. I brought the heat. Yeah. If I bring nothing else. I, I appreciate it because we have such a hard time coming up with one each every week. I, <laughs> yeah. I feel like you've gotten closer to our suffering. Well, what I mean, are you going to do all day when you're in Twitter jail besides like carve funny nicknames on the wall? Yes, I, let, yeah. let's make this the, what, third podcast where we've talked about this? We're not going to stop until <laughs> until Twitter listens. <laughs> Jack, I'm carving please. Ray Romano effigies out of my bar of soap. <laughs> don't make this worse. <laughs> Ray yeah, Romano's only, alive. I don't understand what the problem is. The only is. real way to to uh, to get unbanned from Twitter is to actually fall. It's not the fact that you threatened Ray Romano. It was that they thought it was an empty threat. So you need to do it to tell the truth. <laughs> Otherwise, it's a lie. You're going to get our podcast banned from Twitter. I didn't well, say anything. It's I think not, I think it's the opposite. I think you need to make sure that Ray Romano lives a long, happy life. You need to protect Ray. <laughs> Ray Romano flourish, bitch. <laughs> you need to to enrich. Ray Romano wakes up and and just he has a new comfortable bed and like he's in a. This is this is my new beautiful house. This is what my was, new beautiful wife. What I'm was gonna that spoil show? you, Ray Romano. <laughs> what was that show it was like uh the hundred good deeds of eddie mcdowd or oh, whatever Oh god yeah you, you need to do 100 favors to ray romano <laughs> and then they'll give you your twitter back. back i mean it Prove would be easier to no do harm. if they would bring my account back so i could follow him that'd be my first good deed but i guess you know <laughs> well you, you should think have ray said romano that does appeal. follow backs when oh, you we'll emailed Twitter and said, please, may I have my account back? You should have just said, I will follow Ray Romano, please. I will follow please. Ray Romano <laughs> to the ends of the earth. I will protect him with my life. Yeah, I have to go into the confessional booth where he's on the other side, and I have to, like, yeah, he has to tell me how many Hail Marys. So are we going to talk about this stupid show? Yeah, <laughs> no, I prefer not to, but okay. Yeah. I just, no, I'm, I I'm really enjoying this. I'm looking forward to when this episode becomes incredibly hard to listen to after Ray Romano dies in a tragic plane crash after his daughter has sex. But anyway. Yeah. I was, I was, I thought you were going to say like after this episode passes the two and a half hour mark, that oh, is going to be when it. Oh, right. I forgot that we're doing Oops. this on an episode that I'm sure is going to be very long. Oh, God. Hey, so let's dive into it. This is episode four or episode three nope. of season four. It's called When Opportunity Knocks because we're, we're doing a door season seriously hold the fucking door i swear to god it's gonna I, happen the first like eight episodes of this season are related to doors or walls at least we know what roberto's first words will be and possibly his last words <laughs> hold the door oh, oh god, god oh god uh title watch no no thank you i don't get when it oper- what's the opportunity uh grace Ask having a me. foursome so well- great <laughs> 
Let's just say it right at the top. Grace cheated on her boyfriend in Zimbabwe. But don't worry, folks. The guy that she cheated with, he's not from Zimbabwe. Where is he from, Sam? Well, I'm assuming he lives, like, next door to Grace because of how quickly he was able to get there. Well, he's going to be moving in next to Jack, who lives next to Grace. He lives in the guest house. Yeah. I can't wait. He lives in small town uh, Los Angeles, just like everybody else This episode was written by Brenda Hampton and directed by Keith Trusdell. Thanks, Brenda. Written by Brenda? I could tell because of all the subtlety. Oh my god. I had so many feelings and emotions. How- what'd you think of the episode? I hated it. It was- you know how I said last episode that if they keep focusing on, like, Jack and Madison stuff, I'll I'll die? Oh, mm-hmm. Brenda heard mm-hmm. my prayer. You know, <laughs> okay, you know, I actually had this thought. You know the phrase, just what the doctor ordered? Mm-hmm. What is the opposite of that phrase? Because that's what this episode was to me. Just, uh, it was like, just episode. what the executioner ordered. I, I was thinking yeah. the same thing, but I didn't say it. Uh, yeah, I would say that this was one of the worst episodes that wasn't, like, just miserable yeah uh it took me four and a half hours to watch it because i couldn't fucking stand to look at it for very long at at a time when jack showed up and he was like did somebody say abstinence i just walked away i literally none of the characters are people uh did you like it roy um i didn't um oh so yeah (laughs) that's strange like i think my feelings about it can kind of like I think my notes have the phrase, why does everyone want these teens to get married, like, four times in it, so... (laughs) Well, they're having sex is the reason. They aren't having sex is the thing. And they're trying to live together, which is also bad. It's low class if they're not married. Is this the first time you've ever watched the show? It is! Um, So, so let me me tell you a little bit about how old I am. Um, (laughs) when, When this show first came out, I was either... I think I was just about to turn 20, so I was, like, almost not even a teen anymore. Um, and that was 11 years ago, so um, we're coming up on, you know, 31 years of laughs for me. Um, <laughs> but I remember, like, when, when it was premiering, or when it was about to premiere, they would show the trailers and the commercials for, like, our new show. And they would run it on, because I, I didn't watch as it was back then, ABC Family. I didn't really watch ABC Family, but mm-hmm. I watched some affiliate channel. I don't remember which one, but I think it's. I think I watched it a lot because they played Malcolm in the Middle reruns, and I liked the good show of Malcolm in the Middle. Um, so I would watch that, and they would play the commercials for it, and I was like, this is so... This isn't... This looks bad. This looks I can't wait to bad. watch this for a podcast in 11 years. In 11 right? Years. Funny how things work out, but yeah, I was very old back then, and I'm very old now, so... A uh, little bit removed from being a teen, but I mean, I'm also well, old enough finally to play a teen on this show, so I think that so, works. Hey, our, our motto it's... here on Jurgen is, when you're here, you're teen. You're teen. Yeah. The thing about Secret Life of the American Teenager is that may, you may be removed from teen life, but you know what? So is the show. Yeah. <laughs> this has nothing that relates to teens in it. Half of the show is about the parents and adults. Why Never forget the, the, the oh extended okay, no, scene of them that. talking about a, a fucking prenup. <laughs> Or how much we, we did to do with we buying I don't know if we addressed how long they talked about the pre They talked at length about the, Hey, we should dive into this episode yeah, before yeah, we're this here This is going to be a long and... Uh, so Ricky and Amy go downstairs to find Nora and Margaret like, Hey, were you planning on telling us that you live together? Whoops. Yeah. What are they Ricky? doing? Like, what are they doing here so early? Like, what time is it? Nora, they got well, Nora does work here. Yeah, Nora I mean, but it's got to be too. like... It's got to be like, because they're on their way to school and they've got to, I'm assuming they got to drop John off at the daycare. Yeah. What time is it? It's, it's, it's probably like six in the morning. 
that's just a perfect time to just you know. Well, come we, we've down. established that the butcher shop isn't open until like oh yeah, midday. Right. Um, and it closes but... at like four. We don't know what sort of mafia shit Nora is getting up to. That's That's true. true. That's true. Uh, Ricky asks how they found out that they were living together, and Marcus (laughs) says, people tell me things. And he assumes it's Adrian for some reason. Well, you know, that's what that seems consistent with their character of not having a consistent character. (laughs) Adrian's always talking to Margaret. (laughs) They're They're best best friends. friends. Yeah, that's why. Ricky, though, he's like... What what people like we we haven't told anyone and Amy says uh, actually I've told some people and he already knew that he knew that yeah or no she says she says some people have told something like that it's so, yeah okay. she says I I've told some people and he and already then, knew that and this is really early in the episode for the characters to have this level of brain worms about last episode it's a good sign Nora also is like for some reason Nora tells Ricky like. Your father would have also been here to talk to you, but he had to do a surgery. And I was like, are you talking about Ricky's abusive... She's she's talking about Sanjay, or Shaker, Margaret's yeah. husband. But it's Nora saying your father. Yeah! yeah. So I was like, well, what she, are... she, re- she correctly recognizes that Shaker is more of a father to Ricky than... Uh, I just don't Bob? know why... You know when you're writing a show, you could have Margaret say that line. Well, why did Nora? It's like maybe, Nora. Maybe Margaret's like, supposed to. And they I just literally, it looks like Nora like read the script and then and then uh, Margaret's actress was just if, like. If you look closely, like, you can see that uh, her way out of that line. Margaret's like, actress is like, uh, okay, never mind. <laughs> um, but but ready for it's it's two seconds into the episode and it's time for juicy drama. Oh, it's time to care about this. Yep, it's time for the teen drama that happens between two adults. How does Ollie feel about it? And then yeah. Margaret's like, "Have you have you told him about? Have you told him? Oh my Ali? God, I care. I'm interested. This is what this, I love the way that they bring this in, though, because Ricky says, "How does Ollie feel about it?" And Nora's like, "Oh, I haven't I haven't told Ollie. I I don't know how she'll feel about it." And Ricky just goes, "I don't care how Ollie feels about it. <laughs> you asked. Yeah, Ricky like- doesn't care what anyone thinks, but Amy extremely cares what everyone thinks." Bigly. He doesn't care what people think, but he is going to ask them what they think. Yeah, because yeah. he wants. Because the thing about Ricky is, dude, this isn't the be... first time he's fucking done that. Though he's done that with Jack. Remember when he was like, "Oh, so you're not blah 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 with Madison," and, he, and Jack's like, "Oh yeah, well, man." He's like, "I don't, I'm, I don't care." <laughs> That's the Ricky special. It's true. Got it. My gotta favorite make thing is the like some botherations. Yeah, they're like. <laughs> Margaret and Nora show up and they're like, we're very disappointed with you. We're very cross with you, Ricky. You didn't tell us that you were moving with Amy and we feel like we should know that. And then Ricky's like, I don't care what you think, blah, blah, blah. And then and then he's like, all right, we got to go to school. And then he says, Amy just cuts in, by the way. Amy's just like, I, I, I do care what they I think. I do care extremely. <laughs> I care immensely. Wait, can I but... apologize? Because I'm sorry. No. <laughs> but then but then they're like, everyone's kind of tense. And then Ricky just says, okay, John, say bye-bye. And then John says, bye-bye. And then they're bye all bye. like, oh, yeah, bye-bye. <laughs> and they're like, oh, he's so cute. And then they just leave like... Here, John, completely... hold the door for mommy. Oops. <laughs> They've completely dissolved the situation by having John say bye-bye. He's so powerful. He's very strong. Very wow. Three and a half minutes into the show episode is pretty early for me to yell fuck off. I had a lot of like vocal outbursts <laughs> oh, I... at the episode oh, yeah. this week. It's a very uh, vocal I yelled episode. fuck off because Ricky and Amy leave the butcher shop and Margaret turns to Nora and says, you're right. Amy does look just like you. I know, right? Yeah. What and is Margaret immediately? And then Nora's Mar- like, and then I Nora know, says, it's sick, isn't sick, it? Isn't and Margaret it? goes, yeah, why? it is. And then you just move on from there. Why did they, why, Brenda, Brenda, my, my, my friend, Brenda. why? Why Brenda. are you so obsessed with this? Because 
you and I, I don't know that we do it uh, as much on the podcast as we do off the podcast, but we all know that this was the Game of Thrones of its time. It really was, if you think about it. Just in terms of how the writing I don't want to talk about Game of Thrones anymore. (laughs) And, well, Game of Thrones is famous for having I've been thinking about the fact that it comes back in April and it just gives me anxiety. It's fine. So let's not talk about Game of Thrones today. One more month of peace. Game of Thrones is famous for having incest that everybody loves and applauds for. And everybody loves and applauds for Amy and Ricky, so they'll love and applaud even more if, if Amy it's looks gross just and weird. Like Nora. It's yeah. true, actually. It's just uh, so twisted. Joker reference. Th- that's yeah. when Margaret and Nora are like, uh, is this a good idea? I don't know if Ricky can make a, com- a commitment. And then Margaret goes, can well, you? this is a commitment. It seems to me like you're the one who, and then it's oh, adult drama time, so I stop get it. Um, yeah. Margaret says, don't let Ricky know that Amy doesn't want to commit, or Amy wants a commitment. It could ruin their relationship, and it, it could be the beginning of the end instead of the beginning of the beginning. A thing that they completely pulled out of their asses yeah. because yeah. Amy, even well, in if this Amy episode, wants to get married, not... Ricky will get cold feet and run. And anyway, Nora says, bye, mom, and it's very yeah, strange. Yeah, funny calls her mom. Bye, mom, and Raya. I love the. Nora sucks, dude. <laughs> and like. As they, you know, stand there not leaving their designated blocking spots, their <laughs> foot imprints on the floor, they, like, Margaret decides to change her opinion from the beginning of the scene, which is cool to watch in <laughs> right. real time. I don't know, I changed my mind. I don't know, I changed my mind. Did know, you guys notice that, like, Amy cannot hold John comfortably to, like, save her life? Well, the thing about John is that he's, 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 he's in his terrible large. force. He's a, yeah. he's a four-year-old boy, I don't think he's supposed to be carried around like a baby. <laughs> Yeah, I mean... But he's playing a baby. Yeah. I mean, it seems to me that maybe they should have done something. Maybe they should have CGI'd. They should (laughs) have, you know, the good 2000, what, 2010 CGI for TV? Maybe John should have been Claymation. (laughs) (laughs) They should have made him a puppet. Oh, that would have been awesome. Oh, my God. If John was just a puppet. Yeah, that would have uh, been good. I, did, I had a moment, by the way, when they left the butcher shop. Uh, Ricky and Amy leave, and then Margaret also leaves, and Nora's still standing there. And I was like, "What is she doing?" She's and then I remember there, that Ruben got ass. Nora out of prison because Bunny wanted her to work, work at the butcher shop. It was just very normal. Hey, speaking of things that are very normal, I recoiled. did you lose your mind <laughs> I when was, you saw this? I couldn't believe it. Just to, so, so we get, so Ben is taking a testing class. Oh, God. Who? What? We see a classroom. This is the third time class has been in session in four seasons of Secret Life. (laughs) Leo walks in, he's looking at like a little note, and then he peeks through a window, and we get our third classroom scene of the entire fucking show. Ben is taking an exam. I love that Ben, by the way, is the only non-extra in the classroom, and he yeah, sits they in the exact put, center of the room. They couldn't put, like, <laughs> Madison... I was surprised they didn't put Ben in the, like, anime protagonist seat, so they wouldn't... Right, because that, you, need, you need fewer extras, you need fewer desks, it's just easier. They could have just... They didn't even need to use a classroom, they could have just put him by a window and yeah. said, like, he's in class, taking a test. If this, if this were animated, Ben would be the one with, like, blue hair, and then everybody else... <laughs> <laughs> it's like the regulation brown hair. Yeah, they don't hair. have fa- they they have like brown hair and no face. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Ben is presumably taking one of his finals because it's the end of the year. Yeah, and Leo's like, "Come on now, here, Ben. I got something yeah. very important to tell you." He's like peeking through the window at He's Ben like, taking his finals. He's like, "Come out here for a second. And Ben's like, "We see the teacher even." Yeah. He's like, "Do I need to off your teacher, Ben?" He's like, no, please don't kill my teacher. That's going to be really bad for my grade. 
Uh, Counselor um, O'Malley shows up uh, because I guess she does in fact. Oh, still but exist. this is so yeah. funny. This Guess is such a weird. She she's like, hey, let's let's go talk in my office, and it's unclear if she approached because she's like, Why there's a weird here? adults like yeah. dr- distracting the students from their finals, or if she's like, oh, that's Ben's dad. Leo thinks that because they O'Malley introduce teen, themselves though. to each other. Yeah, but Leo th- at first thinks O'Malley is a student. It's oh, that's funny. funny. Yeah, and then she says that she's the school counselor, school not the counselor, guidance counselor, and I was right counselor. the whole time. I still don't know what a school counselor does. School she's counselor to- does guidance counselor stuff, but also she's like she's the uh, token staffer, is what I've been referring to her as. Yeah, yeah basically. The, uh, yeah, the school he, counselor yeah, makes he, makes sure that the building itself is taking its meds. <laughs> By the way, the it's very important to note that when he says that he thought she was a student, he's not saying it in like a creepy, flirty way. He's just no. saying it in a serious way because most of the high schoolers in this universe are in Looks their thirties so or forties anyway. <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, uh, O'Malley is very concerned about Ben. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because he seems increasingly agitated, and then yeah. Leo's like, "That's fine. It's normal." Yeah. For after what happened to him, for him ben, to get madder and madder at his wife. Ben seems to be getting more and more red, and more and more nude, and more and more online. He's, we're, he's like we're beginning... okay with him getting mad. Yeah. And red. He's he's in his being boxers. nude is a problem in school. Being online <laughs> yeah. is a problem during class. Yeah. What if Ben was taking his test nude and then he woke up from a dream and he was like, "Oh, that was a terrible nightmare." And then it was season God, one. I would, dude, don't <laughs> even say that. I would fucking flip my shit if we got a dream sequence in this show. And then oh Ben God. is back in season one and he's meeting. How Amy has for the that first never time. happened? I don't know. I mean, George kind of had a dream sequence last week when he envisioned Amy as a little girl. God. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Oh my God. Uh, so. Uh, Leo says that, uh, or she she asks him if Ben's seeing a therapist. He says yes. Uh, sure, sure, Leo. If, okay, I believe you. She asks if Adrian is seeing a therapist, and he says that he doesn't know. And she says he's like, "Why don't you just ask her?" And she says, "Well, I've tried calling her, but she won't talk to me, and I don't want to just show up." Which is really funny for her to say, considering she just showed up at Ashley's house about the fucking homeschooling thing, but whatever. Hey, can I just say at this point in the episode, uh, the credit for Tom Virtue, the actor who plays Reverend Stone, popped up and yeah, like I had this sink I had a sinking feeling <laughs> in my stomach. I was like, Oh no. Oh god. Oh, every like, time oh. this man shows up, something bad happens. Really? And I I love to see Reverend Stone. I love to see Reverend Stone. He's That's so not hip. the problem. But when Reverend Stone is around, then Jack and Madison is sure to follow. <laughs> that's true uh i just love how uh reverend stone is just so hip to all the slang and he he's just totally on he the used match. to be mr monty python i'm disappointed that he's not that anymore well things change he's that's growing true. and getting older like a teenager he doesn't know he's he really just changed old. his mind <laughs> i don't uh, like to- reverend i don't like monty python anyway leo leo assures uh counselor o'malley that it's totally fine like you don't need to worry about just showing up. My wife just showed up and called her a fat, disgusting pig, and she loved and she it, loves so you should it. probably do the same. He, uh, he also then, says something like, I've never wanted to show up, but sometimes that's the only thing to do. It's like, yeah, you sure did show up at your son's school in the middle of the day without <laughs> having to sign in or anything. You just no, go in. He's, he's a criminal. He yeah, he's a criminal. Yeah, he's a criminal. Yeah, he's a criminal. Yeah. Yeah. I had to chalk that up to mafia stuff because I would get too mad otherwise i think i, I, like I think ben. i had multiple notes here that that just had the phrase mafia stuff yeah ben shows up at the door but like there's no establishing shot of him like walking up so it's just like ben is there now he's just appeared so, yeah suddenly yeah. and then ben. leo kicks miss o'malley out of her own office presumably yeah, they're like up, mind but... if we use your office for a minute and she says i guess not and she just walks out I'll into the, in the hallway, hallway. what and a then, fucking and beta like all right, Ben, get the Nevada ID template out. We're going to make a fortune. <laughs> yeah, like, like, oh, hey, Joe, can you? we need can to talk you... in private. Can you go do your crime somewhere else? Oh, my God. 
he's just like, okay, I'm selling, I'm selling just say me bumper stickers that are still happening. We can't, <laughs> we can't we, get into this. We can't wring out the sponge of just say me in a proper episode. <laughs> no. Um, so he, what? I lost my place in my notes. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> so Leo, yeah, Leo showed up at Ben's school in the middle of the day to ask him if he wants to skip school for the oh. rest of the day to hang out. Let's go get a pizza. Mark Molina's in town. That's no, he's, not. Leo... he's never going to exist again. Ben is, needs... Yeah, Ben's like, uh, Dad, I'm I'm like working my ass off to catch up in school right now. Like, he are you seriously that desperate his final. to not be at work? He rushed through his final to get out of class. Yes. Um, but my favorite thing is he's like, he's like, if you need to talk to me, just just uh, just call me. And he's like, I don't know who you're with. I'm and I'm embarrassed to leave a message. And then Ben says, send me a text. I always delete my texts once I get them. that. <laughs> is so, yeah, so fucking fucking weird, mafia weird, shit mafia right? shit mafia shit yeah that what? is so much Moff ben doing crime right like leo t- i don't think ben is doing crime i think that's just how leo taught him like right right seriously though because that's literally what uh when ben is like i always erase my texts as soon as i read them anyway and leo's like good yeah yeah <laughs> as i taught like you, I taught you. <laughs> and always hide the bodies this is what's weird though, because Leo um, makes that he, comment. He's like, and then he's, and then Ben's like, "Is this about Camille? Did you come here to take me out of class so I could talk to you about your secretary that we've always known?" And he's just like, "Yeah, fucking cares. That's basically it. Who fucking cares? <laughs> Who cares? Roy, do you not? I know you haven't been watching. Are you not <laughs> deeply invested in the drama between Camille and Leo, who is Camille, who has been a character all the way since late season three? Come you on. Fucking... Something that was really bothering me, though, is that when when Leo says, like, I, I've been trying to call you, but I never know if Adrian's there. That, like, makes me think, like, oh. They're talking about divorcing her. Right. He's going to ask him if he's going to he's like trying to call him and ask about divorce. But he came to Ben's school and was like avoiding Adrian because he wants to ask if a girl likes him. <laughs> He's like, ben, I can't get a conversation out of my me. mind. Like, Ben's like, Ben's like, I got this fortune teller, and you put the name of your crush in, and then you see, if, <laughs> yeah. That, that's when Ben is like, Dad, I rushed through one of my finals and lied to my teacher that I wasn't feeling well, so that I could come here and talk to you. And this is the bullshit that you've brought to me today. And Leo's like, Oh, by the you way, everyone agitated. thinks you're agitated. And Ben says, Okay, and that's that scene. Yeah. And then Grant is here. Yeah, Grant. Here's our yeah, guy, Grant. A, yeah, funny Grant. And he's yeah, on the he's phone just with allowed Grace to walk around with... on the in the hallway talking on his phone. And yeah, then yeah, O'Malley like dips Grant, around It's time the for me to be on that cell phone. <laughs> Teens be, these days yep. just can't just put their phones down. He's playing Pokemon Go instead of fetching a crummy pail of water. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a fam- It's like a family circus comic or something. He's just like he's just like phone in class. He's on, he's on his phone talking to Grace, though, and O'Malley just hides behind a corner yeah. to eavesdrop It on. rules. It also never comes up again that, like, no, O'Malley's not listening. This, anyway. Spe- this, speaking of things that rule, Grace is back a day early because she forgot that she didn't want to leave Zimbabwe. And just, <laughs> if there's one thing that we got to know about teens on this show, it's, it's that they thing. love rescheduling flights for, like, one day. Yeah. Love to do it. For no reason. She hated being in Zimbabwe, parentheses, Africa. That's mm-hmm. why yeah. she loved it so much. Yeah, so Grant is like, "Oh, hey, you're you're back in town. Cool, I'll come over." And she's like, "No, oh, I'm I'm not at home right now. I wanted to see Adrian first. So Grace flew back from Zimbabwe, and the A first thing early. that she does is she goes over to Adrian's and calls Grant. Calls Grant. Yes. Wait. Oh, wait. No, we're I'm wrong. Actually, we learn later. We learn later that Grant called her. Oh, right. So she yeah. just because she, she didn't want him to know she was back because my she favorite was thing on is it. that Grace. 
Grace is flying back all the way from Zimbabwe, and she is not jet lagged, but she's using that as an excuse. Yeah, she's she fine. keeps saying how jet lagged she is, and, it, and she's like, "I just, I'm really so, tired. I, I need to get cleaned up and and rest for today." And it's just showing like Megan Park looking exactly like she always looks. Well, on she's the show lying. With all wait, 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 Don't get jet lagged. Wait, wait, wait. Uh-huh. Okay, Grant may have called her, but how would he have known to call her? That he, is a good question. No, no, no. He, we find out that he he says later that he heard from Jack that she's back. Oh, uh, because Jack lives uh, next next room to her. Right <laughs> under her. Jack bedrooms. was giving out his psychic knowledge, and it just kind of ended up where Grant's head was. Right. Jack so, emailed so, him a PDF of the script. Yeah. So Grace is hanging out with Adrian and not hanging out with Grant, and he's very upset about that. But and she's yeah. lying, and then and then. Uh, She's like, I'll see you tomorrow at school. And he's like, why not now? And then Ben runs out and he says, you said there's nothing we can do about it. I'm, I'm blah, blah, blah. I'm agitated and I'm not agitated. And uh, something... he, says, he says the most Brenda Hampton subtle yeah, he line says about of, losing of yes. He goes, I couldn't do anything about losing mercy, but I can like, do yeah. something about losing me. And O'Malley's just standing there like, well, <laughs> Ooh. he says, he says, I'm starting to forget who I am. Nope. I, just like Mimsy. <laughs> no, <laughs> I did some Mimsy. research, by the way. Uh, on flights from Zimbabwe to California. Uh, <laughs> I'm assuming it's I, a very quick and comfortable flight. Yes, just a just a quick uh, three layovers for a oh. total of uh, the shortest one that I could find was 28 hours. Hop, That's fine. She's fine. She's not jet lagged at all. Mm-hmm. She just just did a quick uh, hop, skip, and a jump from Zimbabwe to Zambia to Kenya to the Netherlands, and then she's back filled home. with the light of of uh, of like infidelity. And that really just keeps her going with power and energy. I mean, she really is. So Get let's there. speaking on that. Let's just get into it. Um, yeah, Grant's... good. The drama's here. I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. So Adrian has something to tell Grace. Okay, this fucking kills me, dude. Because uh, Adrian is talking to Grace, and she's like, uh, she's like, oh, I, I have something I need to tell you. It's something I can't tell oh, anyone oh, else. Oh, but quick, quick, quick aside before we get to the Adrian stuff, it's so fucking funny to me that Grant is like he's like i'm not upset that you that you don't want to see me right after you get back i'm just upset that i heard about it from someone besides you which is the exact same fucking drama with everybody and everybody Amy and else Ricky yeah. moving in together because the writers can only write about one thing of drama at the same at one time so imagine all the conversations that adrian is we've talked about adrian having with like amy and ben and whatever she does that with grace like control c control v control c control v but the stuff i want to talk about is she's like what do you what do you want to talk to me that that you can't talk to anyone else about uh and grace talks about like sparing her feelings and then i uh god she mentions like oh i really wish i was talking to betty yeah because you're honest and i'm like what about amy adrian seriously fuck what amy. about it's that the conversation sh- you had with show, amy. Fuck amy okay but the thing that grace wants to talk about is that she met oh, a guy grace, adrian does the same fucking shit that grace did where she's like she's like oh it's it's hard to oh this was this was another outburst as i fucking laughed my fucking ass off out loud at adrian going it's hard to see you or see anyone when i look like this and she looks looks almost exactly the same yeah she's just wearing like i think she's just not wearing lipstick and her hair is straight yeah Yeah. Yeah, she's straight she looks good like she looks fine no, she, you, you'd be surprised that she has severe depression and hasn't left the house in like two months but that's when i unpaused and grace says when you look like what and adrian says fat and thank god <laughs> Thanks, we're still Brenda. doing this i'm so glad that we're in season four and this is just what the show is like now we, we get a comedy stillbirth gaff 
Oh, it's yeah. so funny because Grace is like Adrian. Like, come on, of course, of course, you're a little bit heavier. You just had a ooh, oh, whoops, funny, oh. funny. Also, Grace says that when she was in Zimbabwe, basically all she did was was hold babies. That's what the volunteers oops, were. Oops, another funny stillbirth gaff. Oops, two in a row. This is like this is like this is kind of like a funny Marx Brothers sketch or a Three Stooges <laughs> bit where like. Or like Abbott and Costello, like, 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 you know, the Marx Brothers sketch where they just keep making women think about their miscarriages and their stillbirths. Uh-huh. That yeah, was like, always a classic one. Okay, so well, that's, that's, yeah, why they both, first. that's why they both get pulled out of this scene with a giant vaudeville hook. <laughs> who's on first? That's what Adrian and Grace are doing, though, because your, we know that dead the teens on, on this third. love really dated references. They're just doing their favorite <laughs> Marx Brothers comedy. They're doing they're doing uh, W.C. Fields, and he's like, your baby's death was a real tragedy. <laughs> Anyways, moving That's on. That's an on-cinema reference. It's also a W.C. Fields reference for all you field heads out there. Nope. Um, okay, so, so, so Grace is Just here to tell Adrian that she met a guy, and just to prove it, she brought some high-glossy JPEGs that she's printed it's, on film. Jordan, Jordan, it's, Jordan. Yeah. What does she yeah. say before she pulls them out? You want to know how I got these pics? <laughs> Because I do, Grace, I really want to know. Oh, 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 Jordan, how did you miss this? Yeah, oh my god. Can I please? Oh, yo, no, yes. sorry, I'm oh sorry. My no, god. yes, Roy, I, I realize what you're saying. Yes, do okay. the honors. This yeah. is another fucking out loud, I, I went, yes. oh god. This rules. So, Adrian's like, god, I wish I was talking to Betty. And Grace. <laughs> fucking me. Which, <sighs> Grace goes. <coughs> sorry, she doesn't. <laughs> And then she <laughs> dies. She died because the dies, she's going to say is so dumb. Uh, Grace says, I am like Betty. The old Betty. <laughs> just, just, yeah, just to make sure you get it. Do you, get, sure well, you get the it. The old new, Betty. New viewers that Betty. are tuning in may have Brenda Salty Hampton. Yeah, exactly. The old Betty who, as we all know and love, um, remember how worker. we met Betty? She's funny sausage is hilarious. She pizza, bag of oranges. Funny sausage pizza. Betty time. So Grace pulls out a uh, yeah glossy eight by tens of <laughs> signed her. and it's her and some guy that she met in Zimbabwe who was also volunteering and who conveniently also lives in Los Angeles, California. Well, where else would he live? It's a big city. It's big town, hmm. L.A. Um, uh, Adrian is like. Uh, by the way, uh, Daniel is the guy's name, and he's black, and the only reason that he's black is so that there can be a funny misunderstanding a when Adrian up. looks at the picture and she goes, wow, are all the guys in Zimbabwe like Remember this? Remember last episode when Adrian slammed her laptop closed because she thought Grace was trying to get her to go to Zimbabwe, but now she's horny for Zimbabweans, even though I didn't know that there LA. were hot men in Zimbabwe. I uh, only thought they really, were, there was, yeah. Yeah, like, really appreciate uh, Grace comparing herself to, um sex worker old past vampire times betty when she's pulling out a picture of a black guy that she had slept with that's cool uh that's very, very cool and i well, like that every writer brenda, on the show is white the thing about brenda, this is like the third black character well let's see we got duncan and shauna we got lauren her brother and then this is i think the not dave fifth, though the fifth black teen on this show and yeah. he was introduced as being in Zimbabwe, which is very funny. It's yeah, and cool. also uh, being the guy who cuckolds Grant. Oh my God, you're right, Jesus, Brenda. The famous Thanks, Brenda. racist trope, of comedy, <laughs> comedy and good writing. You gotta love it. There's like Thank Davis so Arini watched Brenda this Hampton episode, and he's for just this like storyline that we love. I, yeah, there's a Davis Arini video somewhere about how this episode is very bad. <laughs> 
Did you call him um, Davis of Rini? I called him Davis of Rini, but that is a good thing to call him. Davis of Lord House Davis Rini. of House Rini. <laughs> Their emblem is a skull. They're... Anyway. <laughs> anyway. This is so good, though, because Adrian's like, wow, this guy's hot. Did, did you and this guy dot, 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 and then Grace is you like, know. oh, yeah. And then they start giggling about it. It's and very it's really funny. They're, Grace is like giggling about how she cheated on her serious long-term boyfriend who she was planning who to move was, in with and get married to. Yeah, her boyfriend that their relationship was very legitimately nice. Yeah. It's uh, it's, it's okay. Well, Grace I mean, cool just imagine it. what Daniel must have said. Like, if Grant got her by saying, come on, you filthy skank, you know I love you. Sorry, you filthy disease-ridden skank. Like, what must Daniel have said? He probably, like, talked about all the... Never mind. Okay, so yeah, Adrian is loving it. She's like giggling and looking at the picture and back well, to Adrian Grace, and then giggling again and looking back to the picture. On. What are the odds of Adrian like meeting this guy and immediately fucking him because she loves to ruin her best friend's new relationships? And it ruins. Mm. And then Ben would be like, "This is how I get out of this marriage!" Yay! Yay! I cannot wait until like two episodes when from now when Adrian is fully recovered and moved on. Dude, um, the I can't yeah, wait for the, two episodes from now when Ben doesn't want a divorce. I can't wait for two episodes for now when Amy and Ben are getting married and well, we'll, Ricky and, we'll get and Adrian to... are finally moving in together and Jack and Madison are having their first baby. And Ricky's like, I don't know if I want to live with Amy. We're, we'll get to Ben's status at the end of the episode because it's something. Uh, I love the beginning of this next scene. We we go to the butcher shop and Ricky is asking his mom, hey mom, why it seems kind of weird that Bunny is filling in as Leo's secretary. And Nora just looks directly at me, the viewer, and says, no, actually it makes perfect sense, so let's just move on with the show, please. <laughs> well, you know when you get promoted from like regional manager to secretary of the CEO? Yes. Yeah. They're basically Re- the same. regional manager. No, she's not she's a regional manager, manager, she's the You're store right. manager. You're right. She's the yep. store manager, but now she's a secretary. It's fine that they're basically the same job. Um, yeah. But Nora, she awkwardly like, transitions into talking about how great her life is her now life that she's is. got her job and her son and her grandson, etc. And what et about Ollie? And what about Ollie? Ollie, Nora says goes, Ollie. <sighs> I, I don't know with Ollie a few weeks. She broke up with Ollie a few weeks ago, and it's so she's just like, "Hey, son, remember that stone I threw this morning?" Uh, anyway, so I've I moved into this glass house recently. <laughs> hey, do you know what Nora says that Brenda has just the lightest touch once again? She what says, she "I couldn't make a commitment." either oh like the point of it do you get it's genetic it runs in the family just like amy looking like her but ollie wanted a wedding this is so fucking good though because nora's like well ollie wanted a commitment she wanted a wedding and a marriage she wanted to invite all her friends and family and i didn't want to do that like nora wanted to get married canonically like she was super into it well no but she has she's has ricky jeans yeah. No, but what, no, but she she was psyched to get married, so she ended the relationship because they couldn't agree on how many people to invite to the wedding. Hey, do you know what I love is the the perfectly relevant name of the customer who's coming into the butcher shop? Uh, Jordan Peterson. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, who is a man named Mister Peterson who loves to eat meat? Ooh. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you put the marinade on for my wife? Uh, I drank Dude, some cider I, this morning, and I I, I was honestly like freaking out because I was I was like, oh, this guy's not going to say anything for this entire uh, bit because he because if he doesn't speak, then they don't have to pay him as much. But yeah, then he but does they speak. They couldn't right hire Jim Henson to do scene. the voice for him. What? What? But he he only says like one line at the very end of the scene, which makes it very weird that he's completely silent for the how, rest how of will it. This meet, how will this meat give me a boner? Because <laughs> she's like, "Hey, Mister Peterson," and he just looks over and he's like, 
Remember when Nora said that, like, eating the meat will give you the biggest honkin' boner? Yep. Hey, 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 remember on Game of Thrones when there was an almost identical conversation to that? <laughs> oh my god, it was about it was about seafood, though. It was about crabs. Yeah, so it's actually completely different. Uh, so anyway, Nora ben leaves sucks. to help that customer, and then Ben walks over, and Ricky's like, Hey, what happened to Leo's assistant? Why would Ricky fucking care well, about Ricky is Camille Mr. quitting? Sam, Ricky is Leo's yes man. You know this about him. He loves Mr. Boykovich. He's never met her! Listen, but Ricky, listen. But Leo, How Sam, does he even fucking Sam, know? Sam, Sam, Leo is like a father to him, and Camille is canonically like Leo's second wife. Ben said that last week. Yeah, he he did say so, that. So I do therefore, to... by the transitive property, Camille is kind of like Leo, uh, like Ricky's mother. I do have to withdraw Which explains my why she looks just like Amy. He knows he knows that Camille uh, quit because uh, Bunny is filling in for her. Is how he sure. knows. Anyway, uh, also ben I is... mean Ricky is the audience stand-in, so he's just as invested in the Leo Camille relationship as all. I of care so much. Right, we all love to fuck. Anyway, my problem is that I care about Camille too much. Right, mm. <laughs> Ben. Ben is like. Uh, how should I know why she quit? And Ricky's like, no, you tell me what happened. Like, I love he, this part. He cares so much. This is a part where Ben, like, outlines why he hates committed relationships, but it also tells the viewers that Ricky's really good at math. Dude, this is so fucking weird. Because Ben's like, imagine working with someone for, being with someone for 25 years. How many weeks is that? How many yeah, he's days like, That's is that? 300 months. And then they literally start Do the doing math. math out loud no, to yeah, calculate Ricky's, how many days that so is. so smart. So, so Ben goes, can you imagine 9,131 days with anyone? Do you get, he looks right at the camera. He's like, do you get it? I don't like commitment. I hate this. Yeah, that's been married <laughs> No. Literally, Ricky is like out loud. He's like, "Well, let's see, three hundred and sixty-five days in a year plus leap years." God. Well, Roy, the does thing that. about Ben marrying Amy is that he was he Amy was pregnant at the time, and that's Ben's greatest fantasy and turn on. Oh, you got yeah, me there. And then, and then Ben starts talking about how being with one person would be like having your life sucked into a black hole, and Ricky's making <laughs> oh, I get it face that yeah. this is parallel. Do you get it with him Dude. and with his? He's committed. The thing about wives are they're kind of like what if firing wants a to get married, firing a secretary the, is kind of like the, divorcing a wife because a, 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 a secretary is basically a work wife is the thing. Yeah. The balance. And then we get another we yeah. get another transition from math to commitment to uh, Ben follows Ricky into the lobby and starts loudly talking about how he's. He's like, just like, just fucking Brenda, subtly, subtlety Hampton. Ben is just like, you know, Ricky, you're going to get sick of Amy. Oh my God. He says, in case you couldn't tell that that's what I was getting at. I can't wait to get Amy back. Um, How how is Ben not permanently fired yet? This is uh, like the hundredth time he's done this. His dad owns the business. Remember when he attacked Ricky and got his job back? Which time? This is, and then Ben uh, does another transition. He's like, "By the way, you're gonna hate your marriage like I do. I hate my. I want out of. My, I don't care who knows. I it. don't want to be married. I don't care who knows." And Ricky's just like, "Okay, Adrian's gonna find out regardless. Can you just tell her, please?" <laughs> but then Ben says, "Ben says I can't tell her. Why don't you tell her?" It hey, Adrian. Adri- well, Ben wants Adrian to be sad, and then, you know, Ricky will feel bad for Adrian and have sex with her, because that's what people do. Why don't we... God, I just want and then a he would scene have another where Ricky with- calls up his ex. He's like, hey, Adrian, I know we haven't really talked in, like, your three husband months, but I just wanted to let you know that Ben wants to leave you. <laughs> God. That's it. Goodbye. Um, 
Bunny comes in and she's she's dressed in nice clothes and she says, I prefer dead cows to people any day. And she hates she's with Leo. she's like being rude to this regular customer. Yeah, to that was face. the weirdest shit. She was like, well, you know, I think what we don't know is that uh, Boykovich Butchers is the actually in Chicago and it's actually the Wiener Circle where they berate customers ah. just for this episode. Is that a thing? What? Yeah, have you never heard of that? There's a hot dog never. shop there where they just yell yell at you when you order. Oh, you said the Wiener Circle, and I thought you were saying that there the was winners. like a, a complete like neighborhood of restaurants no. where they're rude to you and they. No, call it's it the just saying Bunny circle. works in it. She just in her head, she astral projected into the Wiener Circle, and it's just like, hey asshole, get your dumb hot dog in your stupid idiot mouth. Yeah, I think that's actually uh, how I think that's how they talk over there. By the way, there's there's one last thing I want to say from Ben's conversation with Ricky, which is that. When Ricky's like, I don't even talk to Adrian. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna call her up and like, geez, Ben, she just lost her baby. And Ben goes, so, so I. did I. And it's like, oh, good point. Ricky should dump your wife for you. God, <laughs> please spare me my feelings by letting. Can you just file the divorce for me? <laughs> uh, um, so uh, Bunny says that Leo is irritable, but everybody <laughs> understands and is giving him a break right now. And Ben says, understands what? And she says. He's going through a rough time, but he's a good guy with a big heart. And Ben says, not big enough. I guess we have that in common. And he just walks away. And I would love to know what he meant by that. Laura <laughs> Bunny and Ricky Alex exchange a look. Hey, teen time. Time what for is, relatable teen stuff. What is ben, What is Leo's heart not big enough for, Ben? His, uh, all the sauce, all the cholesterol. <laughs> um, hey. And then Leo dies. Teens. God, I wish. Get your teen, get your teen hats on. Turn them backwards, then turn them to the side. Sit on your chair backwards, because it's time I, for teen scenes. I know we've had a lot of stuff about like divorce and relationships and stuff that don't really affect you. So let's head over to Camille's house. This with, is wild, with, though, dude. The fucking budget's off the charts right now. They had a classroom scene. They got a Camille's house scene. <laughs> Someone on the show like had an insurance check coming. Brenda got to, <laughs> Brenda like got hit by a car. Brenda got her tax <laughs> to, return. To <laughs> Brenda got hit by by uh, fucking Ken Bauman's dad, who is like a race car driver. Ben, Ben, uh, or Brenda started a bank true, and then it failed, and then the government bailed her out so she could have a lot of money to make this season. Yeah, um, so, so Leo's at Camille's like, house to ask for her job back. I, I, took, I sure didn't take a whole lot of notes on. She this says fucking... no. She doesn't want her job back. And then they talk about it for a while, and she still says no. And then they kiss, and the scene ends, and there's nothing else to talk. He about. He says you're important to the company do you get it i am the company by the way oh uh she yeah uh, she's just like my said, decision's final let's kiss goodbye yeah, I, I i didn't take many notes on the scene because who fucking cares but uh the the other notes that i have uh leo like talks vaguely about like sometimes people make mistakes they can't take back and they just have to make the best of it which i guess is him saying that he can't get divorced from betty because i don't know like maybe he just forgot Catholic. to get a prenup or something um, my favorite part is the part when, uh, when, like, she says, she, she says, don't drop by again, and don't ask me, and he's like, okay, I'll stop, goodbye, and then she kisses him for some reason, and then he turns around, and he, and his face is just Greg Finley's face, and he's making sad face, and that was, I thought, was a really cool effect, where they- Greg where Finley had, is Jack, for anyone who knows. Yeah, Jack, he made Jack Cuck face when, when yeah. he turned <laughs> The saddest uh, Cuckest face. The music favorite... is so dramatic, as I if anyone the, yeah. cares about Leo the, and- I'm the so invested, I was crying, Camille, I want you to come back, you've been here for so long. So, Roy, this was your first episode ever, like, did you, how, how hard did you weep when you found out that it wasn't gonna work with Leo and Camille? I don't think Roy would've um, weeped at all, wept at all, because, you know- I mean, I jumped Camille's off my balcony, so I'm still recovering. <laughs> 
<laughs> Camille's been around since season one. You haven't seen season one. I oh, haven't happy seen dagger. season I mean, listen, I got the feeling of season one in my heart. Season one, Camille. Tomorrow and for, tomorrow yeah. and tomorrow. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Goodbye, Camille. Uh, let's go to. I can't wait for her to show up in a previously on in like a few episodes that I'm just gonna go. Oh, for fuck's sake! Jesus, they're gonna fucking do their famous previously on retcon, but it's gonna <laughs> oh be like God. Camille is in the Jurgens' kitchen when Amy returns home from band camp. Camille is in the Jurgens' kitchen when when Amy gets back from band camp, and then it cuts to to this kiss, and then but instead of her leaving, she proposes to him, and he says yes. It's just... I'd love to see Camille green screened into famous uh, Jurgens' fun- uh, secret life funny moments, and puts the lasagna in the microwave and camille just pops her head out of the microwave like hello i'm here my whore amy and camille's just like oh no he didn't just every character's face is replaced with camille's remember that part when camille walked out of the dance and saw uh jack and adrian kissing and he she yelled grace god i do remember that um so it's margaret and camille died in a plane crash so so amy has brought a cake to margaret and sanjay and she can't stay over because she's gonna cook some spaghetti. And if you know this one thing about this scene was my cool teen moment for the record. Yeah, it was cool. I liked it. Yeah, it was alright. She's, she's. It was like, better hey, than I... anything else in this episode. She's yeah. like, hey, I feel really bad about moving in with Ricky without telling you guys. Like, I I want I your don't... approval. Yeah, like I, I I it means a lot to me whether you care about or, or whether you're like happy for us. So I just wanted to make sure that we're cool. And they're like, oh yeah, we were upset, but we're over it. And uh, they say that they're happy that Ricky is in a stable, loving relationship, whether they're married or not, which is pretty fucking huge for this show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she says that they're being great parents to John, which is really nice. And then Shaker is like, hey, uh, how do you feel about Ricky not wanting to get married? And she's like, oh, you know, I'm I'm OK with it. Like, I know that Ricky's struggle with commitment. And if we got married, he might feel trapped or whatever. But things are good right now. And I'm happy with that. And Margaret says, you're a smart cookie, Amy. I like you. And what a cool moment for teens. And then nice. and then uh, Grant's dad is like, did somebody say cookie? Oh, God. Honestly, Sweet, this like scene was like cookie. Just knowing the way that Brenda operates, like the fact that Margaret and Shaker were like having this nice moment of approval with Amy, I just immediately got like what's super gonna happen? anxious about what's gonna happen next. I episode. Know. Yeah, they're gonna. <laughs> Ricky's gonna be like, I decided I want to get married. Why aren't you marrying me yet, Amy? And he's gonna cheat on her with Adrian for some reason. And then uh, he gets a call that Margaret that his and Shaker Margaret died and in a plane Margaret crash. And, and Nora all died in a plane crash. And who was flying the plane? That's right, George Jurgens. And who was plane? Jeff was playing, and Jeff is dead <laughs> too. Jeff on Mandor handhook car door. <laughs> Man- Mandor handhook Rick- plane car door. I don't know. Mandor handhook plane emergency exit. There we go, dude. Um, that would be such a fucking scary ghost story, though. If they like got out of the plane and saw that there were like scratches all over it, and then they turned around and there was a man with a hook hand who's just like flying like <laughs> Superman. They were <laughs> they get out of the plane, and uh, and it turns out Jeff Segay was the pi- or Jeff Segay's bl- brother as a pilot, and they're all in hell because Grace had sex. Yep. Um, and then and then Jeff is like Kathleen, get out of the plane right now! And she's like, Oh my God, Jeff hates me! And she gets out and she's crying and she's so sad. But then she sees she looks at the ahead plane crashes. and sees that the plane crashed into a brick wall, and he was telling her to get out before they crash to save her. And then she remarries a younger, even younger man. And she, yeah, it's very, very scary. Um, I lost in my notes. Oh, uh, George George is is on the... It's so funny. He's on the phone with Ashley. Sorry, George. God, I am so upset. Hey, remember how last time George told her to to speed up? Well... Take it slow. Here's the thing. I just... 
First of all, we, when we when we start this scene, George is like on the phone with Ashley at the kitchen table eating dinner, and there's two plates. And I was like, oh, the camera's going to dramatically pull back and be like, oh, he's with Anne again because they had that little moment no, last episode. No, Anne's not in but, this one. But instead, we find out that he made a plate of food. Like, he cooked, like, a meal. It's like a burger and fries. Yeah. And he's just hand-feeding it to Moose. He loves it. He loves it. He's a good dog dad. Um, So so he asks if, if uh, they're going to go visit the Alamo in Texas. And uh, the thing is about Ashley is they had a couple of cappuccinos, and they plum accidentally ended up in Florida. Florida. And, okay. Florida. 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 He <laughs> says, she says, we passed San Antonio. He says, how? You were in El Paso last night. How'd you pass it already? And she says, yeah, we, we had a couple of cappuccinos. We just kept driving and we're here. And he goes, here? And she says, Florida. And hello, Google Maps. How long is it from El Paso to Florida? Oh, it's 26 hours. How about that? Very cool. Also, if I remember correctly, they were on Route 66 that I don't think you can get to... I don't hey. think Route 66 passes through El Paso or Florida. You know another show that has issues with characters going way too fast no! and way too far <laughs> and way up. too short an amount of time on, on a road that they shouldn't be able to get to their destination from? Sam, I <laughs> will get banned. I will get permabanned from real life if you continue this. I will. George is like, George is like Ashley, have you crossed the twins yet? Don't upset while they're fresh. Okay, we're done. That's it. That's it. I'm done. What if George's last name was R.R. R. Martin? Oh. <laughs> that would be pretty epic. That would, and he he came bundled in a pack with uh with David and Daniel, the girl that. What uh, if David Johnson yeah, yeah. was David? Was, David Johnson and what uh, if David Johnson was David Benioff and and, and Daniel, uh, Daniel, Daniel last name unknown was Daniel B. Weiss. B. Weiss. Yeah, and then uh, Daniel and then B. Weiss. Daniel, Daniel B. Weiss. <laughs> Who's Brian Cogman? Griffin Cogman. Great. Brian, anyway, Brian Griffin Cogman. Brenda Cogman. Brenda Cogman. <laughs> He's a talking dog, and he also really likes to write very problematic television show scenes. Oh, this that's where Griffin was for the whole last season. He died. <laughs> and they brought him Young, Are we talking about Young Griff, or are we talking about... Okay, too far, too far. <laughs> Pull it back. Anyway, so this is what's amazing, though. This is what's amazing, is that they could have fucking said anything, because an unknown you know- amount of time... Has, hap- has passed since last episode. I think it's been at least a week. Yeah, Ashley says that they that they left a week ago, okay? So they could have said anywhere, oh, have you passed through uh, Louisiana or what? Like, they could have said literally anywhere. They didn't need to name a specific place, but did especially they didn't need to name a specific place that makes it fucking impossible. Why do That's they fine. do this? But the thing is, is that they're at Toby's grandma's house, but who's not? she's not going to be there for... They're there alone for several weeks, and George doesn't care about this, which is very interesting. He's just this like, is okay, amazing good though night. because love you. Ashley, they th- yeah, like you said, they were doing that whole thing where George was like, Ashley, you're going too slow, hurry it up, and and then she's like, well, we want to see America, and then he's like, did you see the famous landmark? And she says, no, we skipped the rest of America. <laughs> and I'm very, I'm very, very sorry. Uh, to keep doing the Game of Thrones thing, but I have this note pre-written in my notes <laughs> that there's there's going to be a scene five minutes from now where Ashley's hanging out with Griffin back in L.A. and she says, fire and blood. God. <laughs> <laughs> there's going to be a part where Ashley drives all the way from Florida back to L.A. so she can get reinforcements sent from L.A. <laughs> to Florida in the span of, like, five minutes. She's going to fly on her dragon anyway. Dude, we... <laughs> I just remember that we were actually we were calling her uh, Ashley Targaryen oh, a couple episodes ago. It's canon now. Um, Why is Ashley yeah. acting like remorseful in this scene? Because India obviously doesn't know how to do yeah, acting. She know yeah, how to act. yeah. Um. So yeah, that's the. I feel like that's all we 
they're going to be in a house together. And I bet they're going to have, they're going to make the sex happen. Well, this is the thing though, is they, they're like, oh, they say we, they, they got here a couple weeks early and that Toby's grandma is still in New York, but she's on her way. And like, Several it doesn't make sense tomorrow. though, because if what they're going to do is, is be like, oh, well we drove, we hurried it up so we could get here and have the house to ourselves for sex. But like, they would have, they would have been unsupervised the whole time anyway. Well, they're, <laughs> doesn't make sense, does it? No. George, uh, what? George, oh, Ricky shows up. That's where it happens next. Or well, no, before uh, that, George, George funny tells Moose to pass the ketchup. Oh, that, I was really yeah. hoping his paw was gonna like triumph the insult comic dog, like slide a thing of ketchup. <laughs> that <would have laughs> like been a, really funny. Like a puppet. Why did dog you pass this opportunity for laughs up, Brandon? And said you fat shamed Adrian again. Did you know what they could have fucking done? They could have pulled the camera back and been like, be like, ooh, he's eating with a woman, and then it's Camille because they had a thing a few episodes ago, but they're not. No, gonna that never happened. Shut up. It didn't, it didn't happen anymore. That was retconned because she left George. Remember, or she left. Right. Sorry, she left Leo. Right. So Ricky's um, here. So and... Ricky is over here, and he's he's here to be the good boyfriend and get approval from the father. This um, is really funny, though. Sensitive face. If I if I can, if I can nitpick, <laughs> only George, now have you begun to nitpick. Here's the okay. sequence of events. Okay, George hangs up on Ashley and says, "Pass the ketchup." And then Ricky is at the door. No, like no time has passed between scenes. Ricky's at the door, and then George is like, "Come in." He gets up and he takes the plates over to the sink. He just asked Moose to patch the, to pass the ketchup. And he didn't even do it. He just said that line for the viewers because it's funny. But also, why did he make a plate of food for Moose and then just be like, "Well, time to throw Moose's food away"? Because it's fun well, to do. Because Ricky's it. here now. It's time for a different scene to happen. Yeah. He's just like he he made this specific amount of food for Moose, and then he's like, "I think you've had enough." Yeah. Um, so Ricky's here, and he wants to, he's like... He's, he's doing like, the same thing Amy did. Own accord. Yeah, he does the same thing, and then George doesn't approve, but guess what? George says, um, he, Ricky says they're all happy, and he says, Soon the honeymoon period will be over, and we'll see who's happy then. Legal marriages are to keep people together for when they start hating Dude, each other. I, I, I love romance, and I, this is why I'm still happily married. I gasped out loud at him saying that. The marriage exists, quote... To keep you together long after you want to be there. Thanks. This is a really great he, message for the. This show is all about how you should get married before you have sex and stuff. And now this show has taken a decidedly anti-marriage stance, which is really strange. No, it, that's he's he's saying it pro-marriage. Oh, he's oh my saying God. marriage is oh, miserable, but it's now? the yeah. correct choice. I thought my mic had cut out, but no, it just turns out that this show did a brutal takedown of the institution of marriage. That's what he's that's what he's saying though. He's he's saying I think marriage is a miserable horrible life and that and I'm so mad that my daughter isn't choosing that life. Yeah. Thanks George. We love George. It's he's disgusting. very funny TV dad. Uh um, Ricky Ricky uh, George by the way says that it's fucked up to raise a kid in such a tiny apartment and it's not. It's a very yeah. spacious apartment that he's living rent free in. Um, Ricky, Ricky basically says, says the same thing that Amy said to uh, his parents, that he's like, uh, oh, I, I want to be on good terms with you and the rest of the family. We'd love to have you over for dinner, dinner sometime. And George says, never. And Ricky says, why not? And he says, I don't want to see where you're sleeping with my daughter. Remember when, uh, remember when George was like sleeping on the couch at Ricky's for some reason? And then Amy showed up and was like, I'm here to fuck. Remember that? No. Do you not remember that? I don't remember that at all. <laughs> no, it was Amy. Uh, Amy like spent the night, and she was like, "We're here to have sex and whatever." And she, oh, right. And George yeah. walks out, and he's like, "He's I'm got gonna, moose," and he's he like, had, "I'm gonna be sick." Yeah. Anyway, um, George, Ricky, Ricky, uh, pff, 
George says that crazy teenagers only think about the now. And then, okay. Uh, can this we just, I, I, we're, I'm, we're standing on the edge of a cliff right now. <laughs> I'm ready to jump, Sam. I've, I've had enough of this. Can we just savor this moment before you say what George says? Yeah. Oh boy. Oh my God. Oh you crazy God. teenagers only care about what's happening right now. And Ricky says, and so do Buddhists. And here George we go. George says, so now you're a communist? What? Just put it on your tongue and I am let doing, it melt onto it. I'm and doing what? It. Imagine the woman doing math in her head meme. That is me when he said that. I was like, communist. What Buddhist. does that mean? My logic. I, the only thing I can think of is because Buddhism is like popular in China. And as we all know, China is a communist nation that is very communist. George yeah. is and China, huh. George yeah. hates how far left the Democratic Party has become. Uh-huh. He think, he George looks is at, writing he looks at, articles on, on uh, Washington Post about what the Democratic Party needs to do to win in He talks about how D- Nancy Pelosi and Dianne Feinstein are dangerous socialists that uh-huh. you shouldn't vote for. Anyway, so... Uh, George, George, uh, Ricky says, what? I'm not a communist. Don't worry, folks. Ricky is not a communist, so you can go back to loving him. (laughs) Ricky says, no, I'm not a communist or a Buddhist. All I am is in love with Amy. Why can't I just be in love with Amy? And George says, that's not enough. And Ricky says, it is for me. And George says, well, it's not for me. Fucking congratulations, George. You did it. Who gives a a shit? Hooray, George, you did it. God. Well, we all know that Amy loves Al Gore, so I think George thought that, you know, he picked up leftism from her. <laughs> um, also, they, 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 don't worry. Don't worry. They talk about Ricky how shitty Amy's gift. vegetarian meat sauce is. Oh, my God. <laughs> I forgot about that. She's yeah, terrible. Ricky, See, I thought that the, like, this was the thing, because, like, remember when Amy made that ter- that roast chicken for David, and uh-huh. he was like, this is terrible. I thought the joke was that Amy was a bad cook. But it turns out what they were really doing is making fun of vegetarian food. Yeah, sorry, boys. And Ricky says, Ricky's like, come on, Amy really wants you to come over and have dinner with us. She's making spaghetti. spaghetti. And George's like, she makes the worst spaghetti in the and Ricky's world. Like, she I uses know. this soy meat sauce. You know, it contains high amounts of phytoestrogens that make you into virtual signaling, signaling leftists. Yeah. And he's and like, Ricky I know, says, that's why I'm I always proud, <laughs> Ricky says he's a proud Spengler. <laughs> and George says, uh, Amy's not 18, and if he wants, he can make her come home whether she wants to or not. And Ricky says, yeah, but you're not going to do that, are you? And George says, no, she loves you. And he goes, she loves you too, George. And he says, not as much. And I fucking wonder why. <laughs> anyway, hey, it's Grant and Griffin. Oh, we, oh you, wait, one more I'm thing. I'm not letting you thing, skip yeah. the rest of this scene. Oh, yeah, sorry. You? I'm my bad. Uh, George uh, says that he... Uh, George says that he'll join them for dinner once he puts a ring on that finger, but he'd better not put a ring on fi- her finger until she's out of college. Can you believe all of the criteria and demands that this man is putting up for his children? Yes. Yeah, you're right. I can't. This do is it. this is what's ri- this is what's wild though because he's he's like I don't even want you to get married until she's graduated from college. And Ricky goes, Yeah, that's a really really long time. And and George goes, Yeah, well, so's the rest of your life. And then Ricky sighs and makes he's got a point face because the writers forgot that the whole point Oop. of this is that Ricky believes that he and Amy should. He literally made a comment hey. where he's like, If hey. if Amy if Amy wants hey. out or if I want out, then we can then we can just leave and it's fine. Hey, so say. <sighs> But the writers think that George is right about everything, so that's the whole point. <laughs> Let's hold this, put this on hold for a moment, because uh, Roy's laptop blue screen. Oops! Oh, 
we're back. Roy's computer exploded, and it's two days later, and I have a cold now. It's two days later tomorrow. I'm recording from a pile of ash. <laughs> um, Podcasting speaking is to you and easy, from the and future. it works every time. Bernie mm-hmm. is president now. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so hopefully, hopefully Roy's audio is better for the rest of the episode, because I'm using hope. the not as good backup for the first part. We'll fucking mm. see what happens. I don't Thanks, know. Craig. Anyway. Any, any exciting news from the past couple days for either of you? Uh, Bernie's a president now. Perfect. Feature. So Griffin and Grant are having dinner together at Jeff's The Only Bar and Grill. And I yep. was actually very confused at first because I forgot that they were cousins. <laughs> no, remember? I was like, how do they know each other? Well, Grant is smart enough to know when his gay cousin recommends a girl for him. God, remember? Never going to get over that line. It's, it's really rare that we see them on screen together. But you know what's even rarer to see? Well, we'll get there. But, uh, yeah, they're, Griff, they're just having Griffin, a normal cousin's dinner at a nice restaurant. They're like having a do. cousin's dinner, which is normal. Yeah. But remember when they someone said they were kissing cousins? So I they're having Grant a very... That. I didn't... Their, their conversation is very confusing. Because they're comparing, like, Ashley and Grace's trips, even though they're completely different. Both, like, Griffin and Ashley have a different relationship than Grant and Grace, yeah. And also Grace's trip, she came back early and didn't tell Grant, and Ashley is still on her trip and didn't come back, and nobody hasn't... It, yeah. They're not... Yeah. Re- I don't... I don't uh, right, and Griffin's like, Griffin's like, I'd feel the same way if Peter came back a day early and didn't tell me. It's funny. Right, but, but he's like, but Ashley's not my girlfriend. But also, Ashley yeah. didn't do that, so what are they talking about? And then Grant continues this weird hypothetical, like, yeah, well, you and Ashley are best friends. And then Griffin says, not anymore yeah. than we used to be. Man, that's a bummer. <laughs> I, I mean, love it's that true, it's but canon it's a bummer. that their friendship just rotted away. <laughs> well, you know, it's when you're friends with someone like Ashley, she just kind of forgets about you. Yeah. Right? Just like she forgets about how she at one point loved John. And now oh, she forgets gosh. at one point that she wanted her parents to get back together. Who? <laughs> Who? Who? She... Her parents? She oh, has what? those? I thought she only had one dad. <laughs> yeah, I feel like most shows like this, uh, if if something like this happened, you would just be like, oh yeah, you know, they haven't been on screen in a while, but they're still friends. We'll show it again eventually. But, but Griffin just confirmed canonically that they're not friends anymore. That's fine. <laughs> well, Griffin has a new best friend, and it's, it's Peter, because it's Peter and Griffin. Peter yep. Griffin. Grant and Peter Griffin. Yeah, and then Grant goes, Duh, who? I don't know, who, your, your best friend? Who? And then he says, it's my boyfriend. And then Grant says, he's not your best friend, he's your boyfriend. And then Griffin says, oh, here he is. And then Peter walks in, because I guess that this dinner is actually a date, and Grant is just a third wheel, I guess? <laughs> well, you know. Yeah. Come on, cousin, it's, be our third it's wheel It's Jeff's only bar and grill, that's what happens when you eat here. Yeah. When you eat here, like, a date shows up at your table, or your two friends show up at your date. I guess also it's eat here or don't eat, so. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, and well, then finally, it's tacos. season four, episode three, and we finally get a kiss between two male characters on the show. Hooray! Glad I could be here for this occasion. They put this on ABC Family! Brenda said gay rights. <laughs> Brenda said gay rights. Brenda's finally. woke now. She's never done anything problematic. Brenda I can't recall anything West. bad she's ever done. Especially it's not 2019, two scenes ago. Bernie is president and two boys can kiss on screen in like 2010. You gotta love it. It really is the future. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's... Th- this is... Uh, I will say they don't kiss as many times as Nora and Ollie did. No, well that's something for the fellows. That's, that's for the for the guys. You gotta so ease into it. You gotta take baby steps. 
Right. Apparently yeah. Griffin invited Peter without telling Grant because he assumed that Grace was coming too. That's okay. what you do. You just assume things, Griffin. Yeah. You uh, just ruined a perfectly good oh, cousin's this was fun. dinner. I did some IMDb research, as I often like to do. I was okay. curious... Uh, what fun shape can Peter fold himself into? <laughs> well, I was I was trying to... It's funny, because that's a reference to our circle jerk, where we learned that an extra has on her resume uh, famous, famous human, human pretzel. pretzel. Uh, ah! It's funny that you say that, because his thing is actually related to nuts. Oh, nice, a famous human nut. Uh, so I I was curious. Basically, I just wanted to find out if I could find anything about whether Peter's actor, Christopher Higgins, is gay. And I couldn't. Uh-huh. But what I could find was that in 2008, he appeared in a parody film called No Country for Gay Old Men. Okay. And his okay. character's name was Deputy Numbnuts. All right. That's pretty funny. It's actually. pretty funny. You got it. I'm admit. laughing and clapping right now. It I'm won laughing. a uh, it won a Josker, I believe, or a, a Tosker. A Tosker. It won a go to Josker.com.org. Yeah. Sorry, whatever. <laughs> what is a Tosker? It's a it's not an Oscar. Anyway, uh, Peter just straight up says to Grant, "If Griffin went on a two week trip and came back early and didn't tell me, I would assume he cheated on me." <laughs> Do you get it? Brenda really is the subtlest star- storyteller. It's regular. Um, which is even funnier, because we already know that Grace cheated. So I don't know what the purpose of this is. Well, the, the uh, purpose for... is to point out how reasonable Grant actually is for wanting to see Grace right. the second she gets back. This is to tell the <laughs> teens that you should never let your significant other uh, go on a vacation without you. Yeah. Right. And then Grant goes, she was on a medical mission. Who would she cheat <laughs> with? And then they just say nothing, and it cuts to Grace. But medical medical mission... I feel like mission is a religious thing, isn't it? No, she had a mission to hold a bunch of babies. <laughs> Remember? Maybe I'm wrong. I don't That's know. That's mostly what she did. I like to think that the writers just forgot that Jeff is Jewish. Maybe she's on a Jewish mission. Maybe she converted. We all, we we know this week that she's not a Christian. She's definitely anymore. not a Christian, that's for sure. She was performing she was performing gorilla uh obstetrics. <laughs> If I'm very quiet during this scene, it's because I have, like, four notes written, and the last one is just, this is stupid, so. (laughs) What was stupid about it? Uh, It was a very intelligent TV show. (laughs) Well, to be fair, my IQ isn't very high, so. Oh, you don't have the brain power to understand Brenda's vision? No, I don't have the brain as... Uh, That's unfortunate. Yep. Um, So the next scene, uh, Pickle Rick is here. Pickle Rick Uh, is here. Yeah. He's doing all of the famous Rick and Morty comedy bits and saying all the catchphrases. What are you talking about? I'm just talking about high IQ television shows. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, gotcha. Kathleen is That's preparing dinner where... for the whole family, including Ronald and Bonald and Jack. His new family, her new family that she has living with them. Ronald uh, McDonald. Her house is like, her house has sort of been taken over by others, because the only two people, there's three people Another living in the house thing. who... Sorry, others don't exist in Game of Thrones, never mind. Yes, the, the, yeah, her house is being taken over by White Walkers, because Rachel, Jack, Ronald, and Bonald are all white. As is she, and Grace. I think they're- and I, they I know walk. Jack is a character in Lost, and I'm pretty sure- Oh, I didn't even say the lot. my brain is brain. Good job! Hi, Bonald is a character in Lost. There's a character in Lost named Bonald, and he's here. And, uh, so when Kathleen hears that Jack ben is- Ben is gonna... also one of the others, if I remember correctly. Yeah, uh, when, when, uh, Grace, rather, hears that Jack is gonna be eating with them, she's just like, Oh, uh, I'm tired. Can't I just eat alone in my room? And she's not fooling anyone, because she is as peppy as ever after her 28 hours of flights. Her 28 hours of flights, which energizes the teens on this show. Yes, <laughs> right. We are all- Kathleen's like, Kathleen's like, Oh, you can invite Grant over tonight. And you need to adapt to your normal schedule, because you're clearly very jet-lagged. Clearly. Yeah. 
Clearly, can, yeah, look we at her. Can tell. She's the reason glowing. Kathleen says that is because Grace gets a text from a boy and she's smiling and she's like, "Oh, you must be talking to Grant, huh?" But then, oh you, my god, do you see where I'm going with this? Guess what? Her well, she put a special text alert. Um, that that when she gets a text from Daniel, it says, "It says this is my new boyfriend, Daniel, texting me." Yeah, and and because it's a TV show with a cell phone in it, we're just hearing that noise like overlapping every with time. itself every time she gets a text. It's a, it says every time she gets a text, it says "Damn, Daniel," Ugh. and it's kind God. of a funny meme. Ugh, uh, is that is that around when Grace? Is yes, that, I think that "Damn, around? Daniel" is as old as time, as as, okay. as I recall. A tale uh, as old as time. Ellen, be generous. <laughs> So so Grace says, oh, I don't want to invite Grant over. I'm not comfortable with him being around Jack, which is weird because the three of them are all friends. Remember when, remember when they said that? And Oh, yeah, they're friends. Great. And um, they were friends. And Grace this is when like Kathleen it, and Grace like says, Grace liked it. Kathleen says, oh, are you texting the guy you met on the, the trip? And Grace is like, I've never met a guy before in my life. And then... Kathleen has the proof. This, this, now, folks, this, 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 this is the this, best thing this, that's ever this, happened. This, I, another, another outburst out loud is I yelled, Jesus fucking Christ, when this happened. I noticed something mm. when you sent the pictures to me, the high glossy ten, uh, 8x10s. It's so, so like, stupid, because, because Kathleen is like, wait a minute, you're not texting Grant at all, are you? Because you're smiling a lot and something, something. You've and never Grace, smiled with Grant. That's when... Oh, loud car time. That's oh. when uh, Gra- uh, Kathleen is like, uh, the guy you met on your trip. And Grace is like, <laughs> guy, I, no. guy I, 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 I ne- with a guy? You think Grant just sent me a text of a video of his old dad singing. That's what I'm smiling at. <laughs> and then Kathleen says, Jeff sent me some pictures. And she goes to her purse and pulls out an envelope of glossy 8x10s that Jeff took and got developed at the Zimbabwe Walgreens. Okay, yeah, he got a disposable camera. My favorite thing about this is that Jeff sent her these pictures, right? And I... it's of it's of two doctors. Please tell me you Grace... zoomed in enhanced. <laughs> yes, I zoomed the fuck in and enhanced the fuck out. Confirmed. Because it's Grace Jeff, is right? kissing. Yes, Grace is kissing a man. And then She's in the picture Daniel. is Jeff looking at the camera like he's huh? making Jim Halper face. He's <laughs> making Jim Halper face, but it's also supposed to be his camera. Who took the picture? <laughs> Who was phone? <laughs> so like, so, so, so this is like, fuck, dude. <laughs> so Grace and Daniel are kissing, right? Next to Jeff Segay. And Jeff looks at the camera and then someone goes, cheese, and takes the picture. Yes, and, like, then, what and then gives the, the camera to Jeff, on? who takes the film and gets it developed and gets at those Walgreens. glossy printouts and puts them in an envelope and mails them to his wife. Yeah, because he's not back. He mailed them. Yeah. Because he's he's still in Africa, why, in the why, country of why Zimbabwe. Why is it not a cell phone picture? <laughs> they didn't have phones on their cameras. It's not oh the feature yet. Oh my god, they don't have phones in Africa, I forgot. But don't worry, Grace was just resuscitating him. Oh my god, yeah, she literally is like... Mom, I was just giving him mouth to mouth, standing up in a hallway with my arms around him. Also, just to point out, uh, though you may have, though I know this was two days ago for us, but just a reminder to ourselves that the reason that this character is a person of color is so you think he's a, a local uh, Zimbabwean. Yes, that is literally what they did for the writing. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, j- fucking, they did the same fucking shit that Jack did when he's like, uh, oral with your daughter? When uh, Kathleen, uh, uh, Grace is, uh, fuck, 
Kathleen is like, don't bother lying to me. Jeff already told me about it. And then Grace goes, Jeff told you that I fucked him? <laughs> and Kathleen's and like, just you like, did what? This is why you don't have sex in high school. And then Grace says, this is why you do have sex in high school. Do you get it? I like it now. She, Grace has the fucking nerve to be like, Mom, please don't be mad. I'm already upset enough with myself, which is a complete lie. She was giggling no, about it. Grace is earlier. loving it. Grace is loving every second of it. Um, but guess what? Not only is Daniel from L.A., he's on his way over. He's, hey, hey yeah, wait, 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 smiling and texting. Can we go she, back a second? Yes, please. Yeah. Can we talk about Kathleen uh, slut-shaming her own daughter? Because she definitely says, like, you can't just sleep with every guy you meet. Yeah, yeah, she's Christian. Yeah, she's very Christian and conservative. Yeah, yeah she does say that. But also, she don't worry, because Grace say says, that. "Oh, this but guy that's is... when that's when she... um fucking where is this? I don't think I wrote this in my notes, but I remember it." Is uh Grace is like, "This is good. This is the last guy yeah. I'm ever gonna this have sex oh, yeah. with." She yeah, says. yeah. Here, okay, yeah. Kathleen says you can't have sex with every guy you meet, and Grace says, "This is gonna be the last one." I think I'm in love with Daniel, Mom, and excuse me if I'm rolling my eyes out of my head. <laughs> I'm sorry, Daniel. You seem like a perfectly nice guy. I don't think you're gonna be the one. But <laughs> great, this is the weird thing when she she was texting uh, uh, Daniel and invited him over, and then after inviting him over, tried to hide his existence from Kathleen. Like, what was the plan there, Grace? Well, she was gonna eat dinner in her room, so he was just gonna walk in and join Kathleen and the family for dinner. He was gonna Spider-Man climb his way up the house into her window. Oh my god. Uh, this, this is the point for me where I was like, I can't even be mad at the character Grace Bowman anymore because this is just bad writing disease. <laughs> yeah, she, this is fucker's folly. This is, this is like way too, this is not a human brain doing this. This doesn't make Grace any has, sense. Grace has stage three fucker's folly, which is <laughs> yeah. I think the worst you can get. Yeah, it's oh my god. She's like, I'm gonna cheat on my nice boyfriend, and then I'm gonna happen to find out that he lives here, and then I'll invite him over for dinner without having told my mom, my boyfriend, or anyone. And, and then also, fucking Jack walks in and says, you talk about abstinence? abstinence, and everyone fucking applauds and cheers. <laughs> um, Yeah, he's like, your boyfriend's coming over? What about Grant? Or whatever. Yeah, he, what, what he says is, ah, so you cheated, huh? See? It's um, easier yeah, it's than not, you thought, isn't it? it is, that's not a, he literally says that. He yep. says, it's not so hard. I used to be like that, but then I met the love of my life, Madison, <laughs> who I, we agreed not to have sex with, and every time she smiles, I make cuck face, and it's a beautiful and wonderful relationship. This is so weird, though, and this is, again, like, Grace is not a person this Yeah, episode. who is this character? This she whole goes, scene whatever. is so, oh, God. You cheat on Madison with me if I let you. And then she kisses him, and then she makes smug face, and then she leaves the room as if she proved anything by doing that. Well, yeah, because Jack's now going to break up with Madison. I'm yeah, just probably. kidding. I but, hope uh, so. And he, then he's... Kathleen is just like, okay. <laughs> We're she eating says, in the I'm guest house. I don't want to be house. in the same building as my daughter right now. She's not being a person. <laughs> she, she says, we're all eating dinner in the guest house. You too, Jack. Come on. Oh, and dude. Then, uh, this, is, yeah. this is where I did... Uh, my my fucking scream laugh <laughs> is when Kathleen is like, uh, you teens having sex? And Jack is like, hey, I'm not having sex. And Kathleen, for no reason, Kathleen is like, yeah, well, Grace has a point. How long is that gonna last? And then, and then she goes outside and Jack sighs and looks at the camera and goes, not much longer, I hope. 
Like, all of season three was about him and Madison going back and forth on whether they should have sex or not. And then in the finale, they have sex and decide they don't want to have sex anymore. And now we're no, three love episodes it. into no, season no. four and he's changed his fucking no. mind. No, no, it's the funny. It's This is like in a normal episode of show. This episode would end here with that line and it would go to the credits and it would play funny music like I just did. Like oh Seinfeld music. But Jack really wants to have sex because he loves to cry. And as we remember, when he had sex with Madison, it made him cry. And he wants that experience to happen again. And then the doorbell rings and Jack answers the door and it's Daniel. And it's dramatic for literally no reason. Then we go to commercial. Yep. Um, Oh, by the way, uh, Kathleen, before she leaves, she's like, oh, I like you, Jack. And I like Daniel and and Ben and Ricky and all the other guys Grace has dated. Like, you haven't even met this guy, Kathleen. (laughs) Yeah. I lo- she says, I like Daniel. You don't know Daniel, Kathleen. You don't know him like I know She's him. She's virtue signaling because he's black. <laughs> she doesn't want to seem racist. Yeah, because she's, she's like, well, I, I mean, I, if, I, if I say I don't know him or don't like him, I'll seem racist. And right. Jeff's mother will win. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because Kathleen is very desperate to prove that she's not a racist conservative like we know. Well, because be because we already know that she's mad that her husband is in Zimbabwe. Yeah. Uh-huh. She doesn't want to dig herself deeper <laughs> right. into this grave. She so can't be racist. To- her daughter's dating a black man. God. Then we go to Madison's room where Lauren, <gasps> where Lauren assures her that Jack isn't cheating on her. And Madison says, it's, it's Grace's first night back and his first time canceling a date with me. So Jack fucking canceled a date with Madison to have Grace a family dinner with Grace. Grace is back. The Pullmans are my family now. He's so fucking done with Madison and I can't wait for him to no, finally break her. up with he her at the her. end of the season. He would never cheat on her. He wants to have sex with her, which they agreed not to do. Yep. No, that's um, what I'm saying, though. This, this, I, the, the season four drama is going to be Jack and Madison are together for the entire season and then they'll break up at the very end. Oh, He'll just like season three. Yes. But the opposite. Um, so Lauren, Lauren says, "Hey, just forget about Jack. Let's have some fun times." Whoa, with us, you just missed us. that. Her advice before that though is wild. She uh, says, oh. "She says, dump Jack and see if he comes back." Well, yeah, that's what she did with Jesse, and it worked really well. I know. Oh God. <laughs> Lauren has learned from her past experiences of learning that if you dump someone to see if they're really committed, they leave you and say, okay. This show is so good. Oh, wait, she did that twice. She did that literally two times. It works. Dude, Lauren. And it works both times, and that's why she has two boyfriends. Right. Gee, Lauren, how come your mom doesn't let you have two boyfriends? <laughs> this is where Lauren, she she fucking does classic Lauren thing and looks directly at the camera. Do you, I'll never forget Lauren's line when she looks at the camera and goes, this is not what I wanted my high school experience to be. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is this is the <laughs> new that. She looks right at the camera and she goes, come on, Madison. I want to have some fun, some girlfriend fun. I want to go to the mall and hang out at some hangout. Hangout. I want to meet some new guys and have some new experiences. This is not what my high school experience was supposed to be. Watching you and Jack have the worst on-again, off-again relationship in the history. It's not even on-again, off-again. It's just never on. <laughs> no, it's not. It's a, Lor- it's an off-always relationship. <laughs> Lauren giving Amy advice at Poop City alone was the only time that she's been a character in the entire show. <laughs> I think you're right. The rest of what she does is just watch Madison and Amy have lives. Anyway, can I hit you with a little bit of a disgraceful team crime? Oh boy. 
It's Madison, if you can believe that Madison has earned this one, because she takes her phone out and calls Jack's dad, which Tom Virtue, the man, in Phoenix. And welcome back, Tom. Welcome to the show. Um, And she tells him that... What what is he doing, by the way? He's sitting on his Phoenix porch and with his (laughs) wife, who I don't think we ever got a name from. Dee Dee. Her name is White. I think Dee Dee is word of God, but I have looked up her name and it is Dee 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 Stone. All right, so Dee Dee Stone. Dee Dee Pickles. Dee Dee Stone. <laughs> right. Dee Dee Stone is Dee Dee looking Pickle for Rick. a pair of binoculars <laughs> laughing at things. Just They're just having a nice she's... evening on the on the porch looking at binoculars. At the desert. They're looking at the desert. But anyway, Madison tells Reverend Stone to tell him that Jack is having an emotional breakdown. Oh and he's like, that's God. funny, I just talked to my son and he seems completely fine. And then, okay. So Madison tells Reverend Stone that Jack has been lying about wanting to go to ASU, and the reason he's lying is because he does he wants his he wants he misses his parents, Sam. And where are his parents? They're in Arizona. That's why he wants them to move back to LA. Well, well, what he can't she go says, to Arizona because he misses his parents, and he made they, they need to make up for lost time. It's not it's not quite that dumb. What she's saying is that she's basically saying he wants to stay in California, but he feels like he has to move to Arizona. Is what she's telling them. But the way she says, like, he doesn't, he misses you. He, he doesn't want to move to Arizona. He wants you to come back here. Right. He wants to go to school in LA. And yeah. then, oh, by the way, there's a funny joke here where every time, uh, Madison's like, hey, it's Madison. And then Reverend Stone says, it's Madison to his wife. And then she says, hi, Madison. And it's, it's funny. It's right? funny. It's like a funny joke. Cause it's funny. She does it again with Lauren. And then they, she says, oh, a javelina at the end. And then they clap. Yep. Right. And then the comedy of it is that it's funny. And then what happens? <laughs> the funny that, thing about the joke is that it makes you laugh. Yep. Right. And and uh, basically what happens is uh, Madison is lying to Jack's parents saying that he's he's like, he, Jack would never tell you this, but he desperately wants you to move back here so he doesn't have to move there. And then uh, Jack's mom goes, oh, I have Alina. And he says, OK. And then Reverend Stone says, all right, Madison, thanks for telling us. And then he hangs up and then he takes the binoculars and he's just looking at the javelina and he goes, Madison wants us to move back. <laughs> That's it. And then because the nobody, nobody on earth is stupid enough to fall for Madison's bullshit. Yeah, it rules. I do. Reverend Stone I like Reverend Stone and I really appreciate that he knows how fucky Madison is. <laughs> I Fucky's don't the like word Madison. for it. Yeah. She's just. How do we all feel about Madison, though? She's just an Bad. evil schemer, and he recognizes that. But she's so. But she loves Jack so much, and their relationship is good. Yeah, and then Lauren says, "Madison, you're in huge trouble for that, and it's never going to come up again." Mm-mm. No. Remember that time where, like, Amy and Anne were grocery shopping at 10 p.m. or whatever? Or no, it was when. Uh, it was when Ashley and George were like getting a dog, and Ashley said, "We're going to be in so much trouble." Never came. No, up. George. George said that. He said that. It was his dog in his house. Never came up. God. Okay. Um. So. Somehow in the interim of of that scene, Jack has met Daniel and Grace has met both of them, and now she's asleep on the couch. And I don't really understand. Jack Daniels, how are they so bad at naming characters? God, they are really bad. They always do this. Peter Griffin, Jack Daniels, Grace Grant, make up some fucking names that don't sound dumb as hell together. (laughs) Anyway, hi, my name is uh, my name is American, and this is my new boyfriend, Dad. Hi, American. I'm Dad. <laughs> nice to meet you. Um, so, so gr- th- th- this fucking tableau 
What is this situation? Well, these two men... Let's set the scene, okay? Okay, so two men, two adult men... Two adult men. These are men. Women be sleeping. One of them is Grace's... One of them is is Grace's ex-boyfriend who lives with her. I mean, mean, we need the geography established. Oh, okay, so Grace is on one couch, asleep... And then Jack and Daniel are on the a couch parallel to her couch, but they're sitting on the other sides of the couch because, you know, you know, it would, it, if they were sitting right. close Right, two together. guys sitting on a couch 10 feet apart because they're not gay. Exactly. <laughs> they're very funny. Just, they're, what is the They're situation? just grace watching. They're Where just grace watching. Grace is sitting in the middle of one couch, and then Jack and Daniel are sitting on the opposing couch. Why is Daniel not sitting with his fucking girlfriend? Well, they're not talking either, Jack and Daniel. It's so weird. And Grace be sleeping. Grace be sleeping. Grace be sleeping. It's funny. Well, she's jet lagged, Sam. Yeah. Yeah, she is now. Um, Grant shows up because I guess someone invited him over, or did he just decide to come by himself? Mind you, Daniel should also be super fucking jet lagged. No. Oh. No. No. Um. Never mind. (laughs) I was strong. Yeah. So Sorry, Grant, I don't even remember. I don't think Grant ever explains why he's there. He just decided to show up. I think. He's yeah. Low. Well, his his girlfriend was. Well, I, I think it's kind. It can be assumed that he had a little moment where he was like at the dinner. They mentioned like maybe she's cheating on you, and he was like, "I need to go see her." To okay, so he's there. That she's cheating on. Um, me. God, Jack introduces him to Daniel. He's like, "This is Daniel." And then he, uh, it's, it's very cool, by the way. Grant doesn't even, like, fucking knock on the, he just walks in. He's like, when Hello. in this show has anyone ever knocked on the door? Or has the door been locked, Sam? It happens a lot. You're lying. Sometimes. Um, so he, God, he, he looks at Grace, Grant looks at Grace as asleep, and he says, what happened to Grace? An and then incredibly Jack goes, normal question to ask about your girlfriend being asleep after flying halfway across the fucking planet. But listen, listen, this is this is epic. This is like Littlefinger voice where he just says, "Jack goes, that's a very good question." <laughs> he says that uh, the church fell apart because his dad left, and now Grace is a sinful woman who sins. Yeah. He says maybe she fell apart after our church fell apart. One minister and also after Grace after another. Yep. One guy. Uh, never mind. She, oh, and then he says, she, she used to be a Christian. To Daniel. To Daniel, and then Daniel says, I'm a Christian. And then Jack says, I'm Christian. And then Grant goes, I'm Christian? <laughs> he said, I've never been to church, and I'm probably the only Christian here. Do you get it? Epic reason, man. I, but, 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 oh my god, the brain, brain doesn't end here. <laughs> Dude, I because... love how Grace wakes up. I don't even. I just she remember. She just opens Grace her being, eyes and goes, "I have to talk to Grant." <laughs> she God. sees. She sees Grant, Jack, and Daniel in one room and says, "Something has gone wrong." <laughs> she doesn't even take a moment to like look around the room. She's, She's like, like asleep, "Fuck! Asleep, I have to asleep, talk asleep, to Grant now. I have to talk to Grant." Good okay, and then, and then all of them. This is another great moment. Is that her two, uh, two of the three men have moments where they're where Daniel says. I'll call you later. And then Jack says, I'll talk to you later, since I'm living upstairs. I get it, because he is. I'm living yep. under your bed at all times. And then Grace says, I'm really sorry, but I met someone else. And then Grant just, like, takes it like a champ. He's so chill about it. The show wants it, well, well, here's the thing, it's like, the show wants him to be, like, the, the great guy. Because, you know, he's got his old dad, and he's got his oh, you cousin. Oh, you think that he's nice guying. So, no, so but, there's no, he's not nice like, guying. Get he's, back it's, with Grant. No, but in the genuine, like, of the show, they want Grant to be the best guy, and Grace is making a big mistake, but but check this out. She says, like, oh, I'm, he's like, oh, I'm sorry, I forgive you, I hope we can be friends, and she's like, oh, I didn't expect that to go so, I didn't expect you to be so nice. What did you do? 
almost and then he leaves. Nice. It, Do you get it? Is he he did he did it. He did I think the he did the it. He didn't. He, he did didn't, it. But I think you may have like hit on something there that I didn't quite get. They might be going for is the idea that as Grace has been slowly straying away from the path of the path of Christianity, God. that she's making bad life choices, and yes. the reason that they're doing the grant is like I'm so nice and calm about this. I'm a what a nice guy I am. Is that she's to making, be like? Oh man, Grace is really lost she's her really way. Making a mistake. And then, and then, but then they had to imply that Grant did, he, he, you know, and, and then, do you get it? He, he did the... Brenda really is knocking it out of the park with this one. Mm-hmm. He did it. He did. Yeah. But what speak, if he didn't? Speaking Gr- of Brenda knocking it out of the park, the beginning of this next scene is oh, so God. weird. Oh, God! I, I posted for, this clip on Twitter. Beware, your viewers, beware, you're in for a scare. <laughs> it's so weird. Like, okay, what happens is Ben comes home to the condo and he's, he walks he, he walks forward. He turns and he sees Adrian From standing the back. outside, like on the, on the patio or whatever, like facing away from him, like through the door frame. And she's just like looking at the plants on the wall or whatever. Yeah, and the, the music... Is like this long, sustained, high-pitched violin note <laughs> that gets louder, right? And it fucking feels like she's about to turn around and have a monster face. Yeah, it's like Courage the Cowardly Dog scene with the scary violin. Yes, girl. literally, you posted that, and I was like, "Oh, it's the same. It's the same. It's like, the same scene. It's a violin, and then she turns around, and it's like Goblin Face scared ya. She's just standing actually, there perfectly still, and the music is getting louder and more shrill. And I fucking was expecting her to turn around like the fucking like Kuchisake Onna and ask Ben <laughs> if she thinks she's pretty. Yeah, there's a fucking, it's Junji Ito is guest directing this episode, and she folds herself into a spiral and then climbs into a hole in the wall. And it's very frightening. It's <laughs> he's all he's of doing the all his hits. There's- <laughs> yeah, she's do- every morning I open Palm Slam Uzumaki into my face, and then I do all the moves along with the protagonists. <laughs> every morning I open Palm Slam my body into a hole. <laughs> into a hole. It's made for me, and now I'm a spaghetti monster. Dur, dur, dur. Um... Ben comes in and, and the she Italian turns around. Of Adriana fault. <laughs> <laughs> hey got it, got it. Um, but Adriana turns around and her face is completely normal, which is surprising to me. Yeah, no And, large, and they both. Mode. She doesn't even kill him with a pair of scissors. <laughs> she doesn't kill him with a pair of scissors, and she's not like scary pregnant. But um. <laughs> She she turns around and she they both they both say I need to I need we to need talk to talk to and then same hat they both say same hat and then just walk away from each other <laughs> same hat same hat <laughs> same relationship problems uh, no this is like I trauma. hate this scene so much Sam it's not because good. because like Adrian does this like really overwritten Brenda monologue oh, where she sucks. Sucks. It she talks sucks. about how her, the pieces of her life and she says like. Help me, Ben. Yeah. Heal me, Ben. Ugh. It's stay awful. with me, Ben. She, not, she also gets in the important. She's like, I don't blame you if you want to run away. I've been yeah. horrible. Yeah. Really horrible. No. Like, oh what? My God. What and, did you do, Adrian? Why is she and, in the wrong? Like, why does this show hate her so much? Because she's a woman. God. She's a woman and she had sex. <laughs> she's a bad girl. She's mean and she has sex. Yep. And she said, Adrian's famously fucking, the only girl on this show who has sex. This pissed me the fuck off because she says This did? You didn't love this? No, I didn't love this. She says losing mercy hurt me more than I knew I could be hurt. 
and a tough girl like me doesn't know how to be hurt. And Brenda fucking forgot. Like, here, Brenda didn't remember the part where her. I've got I've got some quick reminders about about Adrian's life experiences. One, she grew up poor, and all the other kids bullied her for it. Two, she had one friend in the world. They fell in love right before he got cancer and had to move away, and she never saw him again. Three, she always wanted to meet her dad, and then the, when she finally meets her dad, he tells it her never Ruben. to contact him again. Four, she was in love with a guy who was constantly cheating on her, even after she, after she he he told her he was done cheating on her. He wanted a commitment and their relationship to be real and then he cheated on her again she has never been hurt in her life it turns out her when she got pregnant her dad said he would leave her family if she got an abortion yep Yep. dude and then she i don't know changed her mind she i don't know changed her mind it's just amazing how brenda hampton just she so thoroughly doesn't understand this character that she wrote yeah like they just don't know who adrian is at all she's she's very multi she's complex sam okay can you imagine right. if like a single character or writer on this show had any empathy for adrian can you imagine that would be <laughs> good and and the show would be a million billion times better there were so many well they can't have that because then it might encourage teens to have sex that's the thing yeah got it but yeah. no teens on the show ever do and enjoy yeah. um so so Adrian does this whole spiel, and then she kisses Ben, and then Ben says, I can't stay with you, I can't be with you, and I can't heal you. I love the fact that even in season four, like, the only things that anyone could ever ask Ben to do with them is stay with them and be with them. (laughs) The only things that he's capable of doing. Literally what Amy said in season one, Ben, you've done so much for me, stayed with me. Yeah, well, it's like they say, uh, half the job of being a husband is showing up. (laughs) And then the reason you get legally married, as George said, is so you can't get yeah. out of it when you start when you stop Dude, loving the person this, you're with. This sucks though, because like Why I, does this show that is so pro marriage and so pro family value so anti marriage? <laughs> what is this? I don't know. They're all conservative white people. Yeah. They're all conservative white people in miserable marriages and they want you to be in that. They're conservative like white too. boomers and they believe that life sucks for everyone and yeah. that's how it's supposed to be. I thought because you were gonna say is- conservative white Buddhists, and I was like, What? <laughs> Because this entire show is staffed by people who put the, like, ball and chain husband and wife figurines on top of their wedding cakes. Oh, that's God. so funny. I love <laughs> I love do. marriage, and I love love, and I love to think of marriage as a, as jail, yep. and It is really funny. wild, like, the number of, like, tweets that I see of, like, people quote tweeting, like, like, man, straight people really hate being hate. in relationships. Yes! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Goodbye, freedom! Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's so weird. Oh, but this is... Basically, what the what's happening in this scene that they're claiming is what's going on in Adrian's head is that she's she's having this moment of clarity in her in her trauma. She's taking a step back. And she realizes it's all her fault that Ben well, doesn't love her anymore. Right, and she's looking at where her life is and the way that she's been dealing with her trauma. And the conclusion the conclusion that she comes to is. I'm overwhelmed, but I want to be okay again. Okay. And also, okay. I love Ben so much, and I need him more than anything in the world. Wait, why? What? It's really Ben's job to fix you up, Adrian. Like, I just, I don't, I don't buy that that's what Adrian would conclude from this. Yeah, just go to well, a therapist? Well, okay, so hold on. So what I got out of this um, is that that interpretation is completely, uh, like, not ex- not what they're going for. Like, they're, because earlier when Adrian is in that scene with Grace and she's talking about, I miss being pregnant, I love being pregnant. My thought here was that she's like seducing Ben to try to get oh, pregnant. Oh, so she'll again. get pregnant again? Yeah. Oh god. I think I had Oh my god, I think I had that same thought. Yeah. yeah. Which rules? Ooh, she I wants didn't... 
Oh God, I hope that's well. Not here's what they're the going thing: for, is that's a win-win situation because Adrian gets to be pregnant again, and Ben would stay with her because he now has an obligation, oh, just God. like George said. Yep, like a reason to to stay. Mm-hmm. Jesus fuck, I hope. So that's she's not like, it. hop in the car. We're gonna drive to the Jurgens' house right now, and it rolls. Oh, and so awful. I love as a thirty-year-old human being seeing teens doing this personally well it's what teens do it's well they're married and in their condo oh yeah true so it's fine it's it's reminding me of that fan fiction that we were reading for patreon for a little bit uh before the circle jerk started the pregnancy pact (laughs) oh god God, yeah where they just get pregnant for the for the laughs right just did it for the lols sir as people do um that's when Um, uh, yeah she kisses ben he says i can't heal you i can't stay with you i'm sorry but i can't and then she says of course of course you can oh make it all worth it and then they kiss some more and then she goes was that a maybe and then they they keep kissing and this is so fucked up and then you just hear the car start (laughs) this is what Um, i the i couldn't tell it it wasn't playing the sweet music is what confused me i couldn't tell what emotion this was trying to convey sexy yeah what if the well, sexy they didn't do the spanish guitar playing. that's oh there was a little bit of spanish guitar when they kissed actually oh, I, th- okay. I thought i heard some. never mind we're supposed to be horny and jacking it. we're yeah. supposed to be we're supposed to be we're supposed to this is for the fellas yep. yeah. yeah and then we um, cut from ben and adrian's hell to ricky and amy's heaven uh, <laughs> oh they love it um but but it does ricky love it because vegan pasta sauce i couldn't really tell they didn't really... I thought Ricky was being very nice, and yeah, I thought he was willing to accommodate Amy in this situation. Yeah. And I yeah. still love the fact that, like, God, because it used to be like, Amy's a bad cook, but now it's just, Amy's a vegetarian. Right. So what's happening is she Gross. she's talking to Ricky. She's like, I... I love eating healthy food. Is this show like, written by Jordan B. Peterson? Yes, she says, I love eating <laughs> okay, healthy food. Okay, that makes like a lot of sense now. I love eating healthy food like that whole wheat spaghetti with that veggie sauce because when we eat dinner like that, we can eat dessert like this. And then she feeds him a little she piece of chocolate cake. cake. And I watched on the screen on go to jo.org on the video player, the episode title changed to chocolate cake right before my very eyes. <laughs> <laughs> And then but, it cuts back to Amy, and it's Leon, and Donovan is there. And then it cuts back to Ricky, and he's George, and he's just like, "I will let you adopt my son, my grandson." And it turns out the last three seasons have been a uh, fever dream. <laughs> it was all a bad dream, and I <laughs> but, can wake up finally. Blood okay, born. this is this is a crucial moment though, because they actually did a writing thing, and they set this up. Okay. Because George previously was talking about how Amy's uh, makes the worst spaghetti in the world. Mm-hmm. Her sauce yeah. doesn't use real meat, and it's really gross. And George said, "Like, are you really okay eating fake meat sauce for the rest of your life?" And this is like a real, genuine, like writing moment where they've created this opportunity where it's set up for Ricky to show how he truly feels about living with Amy based and on he how says, he reacts. Because she goes, "We should have a spaghetti night every week." And the question and is, says, is Ricky going to embrace that, or is he going to do like a, oh, I And uh, nothing happens. He doesn't do either of those things. <laughs> no. <laughs> he doesn't react to it at all. <laughs> but they do, they do kiss. And, and then they, it's a twist. Smooch. He's there. George is there. It's and I don't know if yeah. you remember. So he's there for Spaghetti Night, and he said earlier that he will come to Spaghetti Night once he puts a ring on her fingers. And so they're married already. Amy, mm-hmm. Yeah, they're married now. They went to Albertson's Cathedral. Yeah. Uh, um, and he's like, the spaghetti sucks, right, Ricky? And Amy's like, oh, come on, Dad. You had a whole plate full. So funny. This is just fucking typical Brenda, though, because she wanted the dramatic scene where George rejects them, but she also wants the nice scene where he accepts them. So she just does both of those she scenes. Cannot, she cannot, you know, have it have it in a way, Brenda Hampton. <laughs> have it in a way. They, they don't even do, like, the fucking... Uh, 
scene of George having a change of heart. It's just like a no. twist so that we get both <laughs> like, scenes. Like he says, I won't come over until you're married. And then he's just over and he loves the spaghetti now. He loves it. Um, he says he, he was there. And also Ricky and Amy cannot chill out for five seconds and wait for her dad to leave before they start smooching, <laughs> which I'm not a fan of. Yeah, uh, they're we, just like we, making out in front of George. Yeah, so it's it's implied based on George saying that I guess that Amy's spaghetti actually is good and that Ricky likes it. I don't know. Yeah, we get a nice it's shot. Made of John of, it's made of vegetables and soy protein, cute. Sam. It is cute. So I guess Ricky's a soy boy now. Yeah, what else yep. is new? And then uh, on George's way out, uh, he looks back and he sees Amy and Ricky doing big kiss, and he makes a face like I still don't like it, but maybe this isn't the worst life for my daughter, and that's brand division. Yep. Thanks. So so George had an unexpected change of heart that is not explained or shown. Nope. Nope. Um I, like Grace the... is just someone else now. She went to Zimbabwe and she got body snatched, I think. <laughs> yes. She's no longer a Christian. Yeah. Um uh, Jack wants to have sex again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what the it's fuck character else development. Is new? It's an arc. <laughs> to me. It's not an arc, it's just a circle. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Jack perpetually wanting to have sex again. Yeah. What I else mean, is an happened arc is, in this? A, a circle is just an arc that keeps going. A circle is round; it has no ends, and Jack just wants to have sex. This last scene was nice, friends. but like after the, I, it just it felt completely unearned. Yeah, I am so terrified to see what Adrian and Ben are up to next oh week. God, <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna fucking go to Albertsons and like reaffirm that right, they're gonna get another wedding, and it's gonna be playing uh, "Amazing" by Bruno Mars or whatever that song is called twice. <laughs> they're gonna, itself. it's gonna be playing "Uptown Funk" by Bruno Mars this time. <laughs> Uptown. I love you so much, Adrian. Don't believe me? Just watch. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, dance, jump on it. If you're sexy, then flaunt it. <laughs> you know more than I do of that song. <laughs> oh, sorry. It was the summer jam the year I graduated high school, so it was playing all over the place. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's Brendavision. We finally, it took, it took us, us a couple it, days, was, but we took us two days, episode. but we got to Brendavision. Finally what got that vision out of Brenda. Thank you. What finally, an at last. God. Uh, I can't the, wait to see where this, where this culminates, where the, all these plot uh, the threads. usual question, favorite, least favorite characters. Favorite uh, character? Uh, I'll go first if you're not ready. Please. Sure. Uh, my favorite was Amy. I stand a mature vegetarian queen. <laughs> me too yeah. uh least favorite is george fuck that pr- like dishon- dishonorable mention to grace because she wasn't a, per- a person this week but yeah she wasn't george. there was no grace in this episode yeah george's line about like first of all the fucking communist thing is unforgettable oh <laughs> my god hell, george. but the fucking like you should be miserable and trapped like that, that's so horrible <sighs> Yeah, I think I think we stand Amy. Yeah, mm-hmm. we stand the vegan queen. I don't actually know if she's vegan. I'm assuming Amy's vegan. Vegetarian. But whatever. She's green. She will she will be vegan in the future. Um, I also think here's my thing. Here's my thoughts that's happening now. Amy is with Ricky. If they stay together, like Ricky says, he's not a communist now. But I think that Amy <laughs> might indoctrinate Ricky a little bit and maybe turn him oh, into that a was seeding man. Hell yeah. Hell that's, yeah. This is season five. Is where they're like going to Bernie rallies because he's the president and stuff. <laughs> I can't wait for Amy to radicalize Ricky. It's gonna be good. I can't wait. It's gonna be so good. Jamie Woodley is famously a Bernie bro. There we go. I know. That's what I'm what I'm saying is like we've we've gotten hints from Brenda that Shailene is just Amy is just Shailene. Like she likes environmentalism. She had Buddha stickers on her wall in her locker in season one. She's a vegetarian. She likes to give her vagina a little vitamin D. Ugh. Um <laughs> 
but I that's what I'm thinking. Least favorite character, for, yeah, George. Just for the record, that was a thing that Shailene Woodley yeah, that's literally Shailene said Wood- about Shailene about Woodley. getting sunlight on her vagina. Okay, not the other kind of vitamin D. Okay. Oh yeah, well, that was a Shailene Woodley uh, quote. A Woodleyism. A Woodleyism. Yeah. A Woodleyism. <laughs> Woodleyism. <laughs> God. Um. Yeah. Least favorite character, George. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna... And then second, mid-tier character Grant. <laughs> he was being such a nice guy, except maybe he cheated. What were you saying, Roy? Oh, I was just gonna say, uh, it's gonna be, uh, we're gonna reach a consensus here, because, yeah, I, we stand in Amy, and, um, fuck George. So, All right. yeah. Not a, got, not a fan of George. Not a fan. That's the, also, not a... F- not a fan that Ashley's still around. Actually, can I switch it up for variety's sake? Uh, Reverend Stone, my favorite. Always nice to see Mr. I, Tom I do, I do love to see Reverend Stone. And I love that he just saw right through Madison's nonsense like a real adult. I stand in a reverent reverend. <laughs> he's just at, he's just living in Phoenix, watching Monty Python, and checking out the Javelines. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know exactly how long the previous part of this recording was, but I think we're we're like an hour and 40 minutes in, so we should probably not do questions this week. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. We'll give our viewers is there a brief if, if there's like a really respite. good one that you think we should really do, then we can do it, but Yeah, here's here's one Ave anonymous fact, so we don't have to talk about it. Ready? All right. Um Señor Pimento's brother, aka Chicago man that Anne hooked up with, that was Molly Ringwald's husband. What? Huh. There you go. That's just a fun fact. Thanks, Save Anonymous. Thanks. Thank you. I love that. Um, Twitter.com slash Jurgenit, Jurgenit.tumblr.com, Twitter.com slash Posy Stresses Me, Twitter.com slash Bradipus Rex is Jordan. Roy, uh, I am, uh, where can people find you? Uh, currently, Twitter? yeah, currently, uh, yeah, on Twitter, um, don't tell Jack, but I'm on uh, Twitter at SemperFunny. Uh, yeah. I might have to edit that out because I do know for a fact that uh, Jack, Jack Dorsey does listen. does listen to every episode. He, he sits in his cave. He gets 150 mosquito bites, but Jurgenit is what really makes him itch. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, we have a Discord that you can find it. All of our episode posts, the link is there. We have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Jurgenit, where $1 gets you access to any of our bonus content, our readings of The Secret Diary of Ashley Jurgens, our fanfiction readings, and for the foreseeable future our circle jerk where we watch and discuss the just say me episode once a week every week until you let us stop I, it's, it's getting juicy i can't wait Tune for in. you guys to get the congressional medal of honor for doing that <laughs> donald uh, trump loves that we're watching the circle jerk <laughs> we, we get a congressional it. medal of honor every time we watch the show so yeah. it's not going to mean much we're at this braver point. than any u.s marine <laughs> braver than all u.s marines combined $5 gets you a special role in our Discord and a shout-out in the podcast. $10 gets you a special role in our Discord that lets you listen to the episodes live while we record them twice a week because we break our podcast. And a shout-out in the podcast. And you can make me or Jordan say anything you want in bed voice. ASMR optional. We don't have a message this week. But Sam, I know we're going forever, but can I please say the things that just popped into my head? Okay. So I was thinking how we're braver than any U.S. Marine, right? Mm-hmm. who's the bravest of the 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 well they're not marine but the, who's the bravest soldiers that's seal team six right okay so we're so like this show if you watch it that would be kind of like seal team seal teen sex is what i was thinking of okay because it's oh, all about like teens teenage having sex, have sex and seal teen sex is what this the troopers who watch this show are called all right okay yeah okay that'll probably get it out for time <laughs> So shout out to our ten and five dollar subscribers: Stephanie B, Valerie W, Destry Hawk, H Cape, Stephanie Ruff, the Smoking Dad, Melanie Bevan, PR the Disaster, and Alexander Grass Dragon Corbett. Thank you all so very much. And we would also like to thank our 
Oh, we also have a website, uh, urlsecretlifepod.com, where you can find all of our episodes. You can find our episodes on our podcast network, noisespace.xyz, where you can find such podcasts as Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die, which Roy and I are both on, yeah. and <laughs> My Pod Cabbages, <laughs> and what? Oh, no, my, I was, I was PFFTing your podcast, not my pod cabbages. Okay, because that podcast is good. That podcast is very good. Uh, as is the Island Shuffle, City Girls Make Do. Stick. The Stick. Oh, yeah, you were Pitch, on the Stick. I fork. think we plugged that last time. But... Yeah, Tuning Fork. Tuning Fork. Um, and, and the rest. I think that's going to do it because this is the longest episode of any podcast. <laughs> it was two days long. Two days. Two days of last. I hope you're editing I'm going, in two I'm, days I'm, I'll be releasing silence. it in real time. <laughs> You're going to release the audio that we recorded when Roy's computer blue screened and we were just like, okay, what are we doing now? Yeah, and just, I just, like, just started typing reading my for book. 20 minutes. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Yep. That's it. Yay. We're Thanks, done. Brenda. Thanks, Brenda. Thanks, Brenda. Woodleyism. Yeah. Thank gotta you. love it. <laughs> Great. <laughs> That'll catch our listeners <laughs> off guard.